This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I thought that was funny. Asshole! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Welcome you? Welcome to episode 153 of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro, pro wrestling, wrestling Fans. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Soda. I knew what you were gonna comment so on that. I'm like, I control everything. You're what my puppet. Please. I'm your puppet master. That is true. Don't say it's true. Then what's the it's soda? Damn true. Soda is something soda. I say to make sure. Like, if I'm saying something, uh-huh. I know you're gonna repeat it because I said it. Okay, so explain soda. I'm having you say it right now, just for the like, just because I said it. We're actually You're recording doing... this right now. This is part of yes, the this is part of the podcast, and people are gonna freaking like it. All right. You are of course listening to Marking Out. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at bttg161. I am doing awesome as always. As you already heard, I'm here with Dave that nobody cares about the rave. I'm sorry. I Dave. am your host this week, and yes, it's Dave. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore mo. You can actually follow Brandon on Twitter at. <laughs> I said that already. People already know. Nobody dude. listens to that though when you talk. Yeah, hilarious. Um, so yeah, people but are I'm just doing... listening to a podcast of you. It's like you answering. <laughs> nobody. Kind of like how how am I doing? I'm doing awesome as always, right? Like what you did earlier. Oh, see, people don't listen to me. So they thought Besides I was me. talking just then. Besides me. Yes, but we are actually this joined. This is such a crappy opening. Do you want me to start it I over? I don't know. Are we actually doing it? I don't know. You uh, tell me. Let's do it. Are we doing it? No, no. Keep it going. <laughs> We're okay. uh, joined by a third <laughs> third host this week. David, I believe you can introduce him. Really? Yeah. All right. We are here with the author of the article on uh marking out.com marketable yeah, i like article it makes <laughs> maybe more sense. i should have introduced what's it? a marketable 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 stop being like that marketable okay of the article on marking out.com stone cold steve austin versus vince mcmahon the most significant rivalry in the history of professional wrestling the author the man the myth the legend pure sexy himself michael p.s schwartz how you doing Good. Uh, we're What's supposed to ask on? you how you're doing. <laughs> how you doing? So you haven't been watching pro wrestling in a very long time. When was the last time you actually watched? Uh, well, the last time I followed was probably around 2005. But right. uh, I mean, I'll, I'll watch here and there, but I'm just not that into it anymore. Okay, no, nobody I else. I, I, believe that, still... I believe that was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, I can still watch classic wrestling anytime. I mean, I mm-hmm. still love the classic stuff, but it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I go back and forth whether or not I can actually sit down and watch uh, old events. I it watch really, depends. It really Dave, depends. David can't go back and watch Madison Square Garden cards from 1970. I'd rather watch everything on uh, YouTube than I mean, DVD. 70s is kind of old, though. I mean, I was more like yeah, 80s, know, 90s, right. you know. So real quickly, your article a long time ago was about Stone Cold versus Vince not, McMahon. Not that what long ago. You? It was. Well, uh, it, was the, it was in the 2012. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. 2012. <laughs> wow. September 11, 2012. Yeah. September 11th. Maybe we'll have to repost this because people have read it 2012. Yet. You should repost it to, you know, uh, promote me. Yeah, yeah we're right? not going to do that. Yeah, you should. Nah. So what did you, what was the big thing about Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon? Was well, that one of your favorite rivalries? I I think it's almost anybody's favorite rivalry from that time. I mean, it, yeah. think about think about what it what it meant to the sport, well, sports entertainment. 
My favorite rivalry was Mick Foley versus Al Snow. My favorite rivalry I was, joking, by was the way. Joel Ziggler versus Zack Ryder. Okay. In little, 2000 and fucking... Back in the day. Backyard style. You know. No, but I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Stone Cold and Vince McMahon, it was it was unheard of. I mean, there's never really been storylines like that where the owner of the company was so involved. And I mean, back then, it was new ground, breaking new ground with all the, you know, the disrespect from Stone Cold to Vince. I mean, and the evolution of Vince as a regular, you know, color commentary, play by play, going to, you know, one of the biggest heels in the company. So uh, I think it was a big deal, and I think that it's actually what put uh, WWE over the top when it came to the Monday Night Wars. I mean, if you look at the numbers I put in the article, uh, that's when they really started taking over was when Vince and Stone Cold started uh, feuding. I don't now, think anybody could could uh, disagree with you. Now, who was uh, your all-time favorite professional wrestler? Uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn and, Michaels? And why, why, yeah, okay, Dave, but Mr. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I grew up in the 90s and uh, early 90s to, you know, later on in the 90s. He was always a big part of it. And uh, I, I was, what, six years old when he won the title at WrestleMania 12. So, I mean, it was a big deal to me. And I just always liked, you know, his charisma and his, you know, attitude. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, you ready? This is your uh, first time being on the podcast, correct? It is my first time on the podcast. I'm very excited. On first- any podcast? Uh, yeah, actually. Look at that. Wow, popping cherries, Mark. Yeah. That. My bad. All right. <laughs> what was that? Why'd what, you do what that? Was, what was that? It was a cherry that popped. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just you glad. got something on you. Yeah. No, that's not fun. <laughs> I'm just glad that's people are, are still listening to this, David. But uh, we have some questions and comments oh. this week. Does David have them pulled up or no? No, he doesn't. Biggie Langston. Oh, wow, he does. Look at that, folks. Brandon's Biggie. wrong sometimes. Yeah, Biggie said... Biggie sad, but at least me and Brandon practice the reverse and massage and massage in my bedroom. It's my alternate finisher to the big big ending, which Brandon loves the impact it causes. Also, Brandon, I left my IC title at your house. I need it back. Bring it to the ballroom for salsa Saturday. First of all, let me just say that Biggie Langston's alternative finisher is Biggie Langston's Get the Fuck Off My TV. It's, so it's not the reverse and and massage. massage? No, it's not. not I don't believe so. At least. I like I like how uh, Biggie actually did the capital J at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I didn't notice that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see you. You know what recently. that spe- that spells backwards. Yeah. Sexual position. No, backwards it spells Jasmine. Who is our <laughs> next comment? It's from, from Jasmine. Yeah. Lucky Dave gets to read it. Jasmine wrote in to us, Hey guys, thanks for another fun podcast. Also, having Chris open the show was a pleasant surprise, so thanks for that as well. It's nice to know that my Twitter handle is now the name of a sexual position. You are very welcome for that one. Even better than Biggie is apparently practicing the move with Brandon. Not, LOL. Not true. Yeah, thank you for. <laughs> well, not really. So, I was just scrolling through Facebook and saw that the NXT Facebook page has some sort of a poll who would win between Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan? I like to see them tear it up in WWE ring someday, and I think that we'll most likely have to wait a long time before it happens. 
I'd like to know when you guys think fans will see them face off in WWE if they ever face off at Reverse Animage. Uh, do you think they'll ever face off? Reverse Animage. Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan in WWE, I would say at I'd least say yes. I would say at least later this year or 2015. Yeah, I, I actually agree with you. I think 2013 we're going to see it because uh, 2014. <laughs> we're in 2014. 2014. Yeah, I think this year we're going to end up seeing that. Um, you should you should be careful when you write your checks, by the way. Oh, just for, just because you said that. I signed, I signed it. Uh, Brandon uh, Blank. <laughs> not, like why did you sign my name um yeah i could definitely see it being uh going down this year there's no reason why i shouldn't yeah uh next we have up daniel since both of the world titles were unified can you see the money in the bank pay-per-view being replaced with the wcw pay-per-view and money in the bank going back to wrestlemania great show as always daniel um do i see the money in the bank going back to wrestlemania i would love that would I see the WCW pay-per-view? I believe rumors were swirling last year, War Games coming back. Yeah, I actually, I think I spoke about this when we when it originally came up. I really think that they're going to make Money in the Bank a strictly WrestleMania um, match. Those, were, those be... were literally the matches that shined at WrestleMania. Oh, exactly. It gives a lot of the younger talent and mid-carters time to shine at WrestleMania, their big spot. And it's a great match that everybody loves to watch. Um, as for the replacing pay-per-view, yeah, they were talking about War Games, and there was one other pay-per-view they were talking about as well replacing it. Was it Bash at the Beach? Or Potentially. Greater? They should have done War, World Maybe War Three. That was a good one. What about War Games? you ever see that or no? Yeah, well, that's a pretty bad like, that's, match. Like, seriously, I would... If, if they were going to bring... Games, War Games, War Games was, the, was the two rings with the cages. Right. Like the right. Hell in a Cell. World War Three was the three rings, yeah. and then they combined yeah. it. Yeah. I don't think Vince would do that, though. I don't think Vince would, I think would did, give up the space. They already, copy, uh, they already have the copyright for the name and everything, right? For what? War Games? They have yeah. all, don't they well, have all war the games, Yeah, I assume so. But for War Games, I could see Vince doing two rings, but three rings? That's a little... That's well, a little, a little like, that's taken up. I could see two rings and not three, just because... What was the one with the three away? cages on top of each other? That, that was, was a triple tier of... No, no. That was like Tower of Tower of Terrorism or... Something it was WCW, like yeah. The, yeah. What is it? Uh, ready to Rumble. Yeah, but that was the like they actually that had was, that. Those were real matches. That was a really cool. They match literally. Had I mean, that. any any of those would be good to use just to you know change it up a bit. And know? I was I was surprised Vince McMahon never had something like that in his in his uh, what's it called in his matches type. <laughs> Sorry about that. Next up, we got Aaron. Hey guys, awesome episode as always. Great to hear Chris make it uh, make his return back to the show. Hope to hear him real soon. Anyways, I've got a couple of questions for a uh, couple for you this week. Um, first, I wanted to get your thoughts on about the rumors that Jeff Jarrett, Toby Keith, and even Jim Ross are going to start up their uh, new wrestling promotion. Apparently, it's being said that the three have met have enough money to do so. What do you guys think? Is this just a rumor, or can this really happen? Let's let's answer no, this okay, first. Okay. First of all, I just want to say congratulations, Aaron, for finally getting Dave on your side. Look at that. He's reading your questions and everything. Hey, we, get, we have... Did you ask uh, if they have enough money? What's that? 
Did he ask if they have enough money? No, no, he, he said... No, he says, apparently... It, oh, apparently it's being said that they have enough money to I mean, do so. Yeah, I think about surprised. the three names that you just said. I'm pretty sure they have enough money. Well, no, yeah. he wasn't asking. He was saying he's yeah, pretty no, he's, sure. Yeah, no, he's saying that... Oh, no. He's, uh, yeah, no, he, he's saying he's apparently... He's apparently they're saying, said. yes, but... I mean, yeah, it kind of goes without saying. Oh, I, I think well, he, Don't he, be a dick to our fans I think here. Eric, yeah, you're a guest on the show, jeez. Who are you, Brad? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Aaron. but, I, I mean, with the whole thing, I don't know if it's a rumor or whatnot. I mean, obviously, at this point, it's a rumor because we don't know. Yeah, I think... Jim Ross, I saw a comment on it to nothing. Dusty Rhodes saying, don't believe everything you hear. Yeah, I think he even wrote on the internet. In, uh, Jim Ross wrote in his blog about it saying that it's pretty bogus. That doesn't make sense, um, though. Jim Ross said, don't believe what you... But what you read, we're reading it on the internet. <laughs> I tweeted him today asking him if he signed both sides of the card that came with the... The barbecue sauce I got, and he said, yes, sir. Does that mean I shouldn't believe that? Well, how about the no, fact of what he oh, said no. to... Virgil. Du- um, Dusty. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, should we it's believe weird. Should we believe that? I Just mean, because you work backstage. Yeah, don't say that. No, no, stop doing that. Dude, come on, stop doing that. Yeah, we're going to get fired. Uh, <laughs> but I honestly, it's very tough to say. It'd be kind of intriguing to see what they can come up with if this was true. Listen. I would see it very... I would see a crossover with music, though. I, I can't see, see a crossover with music, though. What know. do you mean? I can't see it like straightforward wrestling. I can see it's, there being no, a no, it's not. Jeff Jarrett no. used to be a country singer. No, 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 he wasn't. Everybody <laughs> knows who it really was, the roadie. But all right, so what, maybe I'll hire him to sing for him again. What Toby Keith can bring to it? Not only the money, the star power. It's it's Nashville. Obviously, the very first when TNA opened up was running from Nashville. Or Tennessee, the least. And Jeff Jarrett did wonders for, for TNA in the beginning. I think if you're considering opening up a wrestling promotion today, you you're doing? not going to be making well, any where money it is on today. it. Yeah, okay. Where I still it? I still think... No, well, no. Well, <laughs> that, it took a left turn big time when... I don't think you're going to be making any money switched, on it. But... No, I, that's the thing, too. Like, I don't know. It's very tough. I mean, you have Smart Mind and Jeff Jarrett, Smart Businessman and Jeff Jarrett... Smart man. Toby Keith, who who knows what he would bring to a table of a professional wrestling. Jim Ross, probably the brightest mind of professional wrestling Uh, business side in our generation. I'm going to move forward with this question. I just don't think. Don't read the, don't look at the screen. Don't look at your screen. Yeah. No, I already, already I can't do word associations. No, no, you're going to. Don't look at the screen. I can't. I already tried to do this at home. I couldn't do it. But you don't remember what they were. I I remember. It was Brock Lesnar. Let Michael me get Holmes. to. Can, can I ask you the go, question? Go okay, ahead. Thank you. You could do it. Second, who's you? I wanted to play a word association game with you guys. I'll say a superstar and someone in don't look at it, you asshole, <laughs> or someone in WWE, and you give me one word to describe them, and you can elaborate on why you chose the word. Here are some random names. Ready? <coughs> Beast. Excuse me. Uh, Brock, Beast. Brock Lesnar. Beast. Paul Heyman. It's genius. Triple H. Also genius. Vince McMahon. See, like, I feel like I'm going to say too much genius. Shane McMahon. What do you think, Vince McMahon? Oh, well, I'm not on the spot here. You are. Shane no, McMahon. Go put Shane on the McMahon. Spot. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Boy Wonder. I don't know. John Cena. <laughs> Great. Michael Cole. Cool. May Young. All right, I think it's official. Fucking Brandon strong. sucks at this. Strong. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not I'm not good at this. You um, didn't even didn't say May Young. Yeah, I know. I started throwing it. I was no, gonna, what do you, what do you think? What, what ones, are your but... one-word answers for Brock Lesnar? All right, ready? I'll try to... I'm going to go with overrated. Brock? Currently, maybe overrated. Come on, he was in WWE for what, like two years, three years? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, then he but... went to the NFL, completely failed. Came yeah. back. 
Alrighty. I'm going to try to read David's going to cut us yeah. off, whatever. Yeah, well, cool. no, you, well, did you not ask me what I would say? Well, I was talking to Mike. Oh, what? yeah, that was before we started our conversation. Okay. Well, I'm going to look at them really quickly. Try to No, don't look at them. Don't look at them. Right, fine, I'm going to read them. All right, then you can read them. In fact, Brandon, just come up with something on your own. All right, yeah. go. Hunter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The face I guess he I made. Gotta, I gotta like think about them though. Yeah, yeah the point is you not like, think. This kid looks like Marty McFly. Just figured it out. All right, do it. Go ahead. I'll do uh, it. All right, ready to go. Brock Lesnar. Wrestler. Wrestler. <laughs> yeah, no. Amateur. What's so funny about that? He's an amateur wrestler. He's Brock Lesnar. Wrestler. wrestler. The Rock. Wrestler. <laughs> he's an amateur wrestler. It's not that funny. I get you. I get you. Vince McMahon. Owner. He's a legit amateur wrestler. Paul That's Heyman. Manager. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Manager. Smart. Michael Cole. Annoying. Tri- really? Triple H. Uh, I don't know what the... Word, I'm trying to say... <laughs> Nosy. Nosy, nice. Hilarious. Not really hilarious, but... Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a word that I want to describe. Like, giving. Okay, I understand A lot that. of people... Uh, let me just explain that. A lot of people say that he buries a shitload of people. But I actually think he's very giving. And then the way that he's giving, he's very giving towards the future. Yes. Well, maybe now, but maybe not 10 years ago. Oh, no, yeah. You definitely can, 10 years ago, it was dude, all about Triple H, about, which is... 10 years ago, it's everybody else right back. This list would be different. I think Brock but would still be a beast. With, I would go with giving. Stephen McMahon, also giving. <laughs> <laughs> Love money. Receiving. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> no, Stephen McMahon. Um, lucky. Lucky to, have a fam- to be brought up in a family like that. Shane uh, McMahon is also lucky or no? <laughs> Um, I'm trying not to use repeat words. What about miss, even though I'm supposed to, huh? Miss. Yeah, I could go with missed. Vince McMahon. The puppet master. That's two words, but puppet master. John Cena. Great. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The number one Brandon Mark Aaron. Follow me on Twitter at Aaron UST. Did that go on for too long? Probably, not? but we don't care because it's our podcast. Damn right. Jason Linick is up next. What's up, Marks? Loving the new year of marking out. Great way to kick it off last week with the return, kind of, of Chris. As Brandon knows, the new WWE 2K14 downloadable content was made available this week. This week. Why would you say that? What are your thoughts? Who is your favorite from the set? If they were going to do another pack, who should be in it? And don't say the Usos. Thanks, Thank guys. guys. Go finally, finally finish Don't it. forget about NYWC Sideshow on the 25th in Deer Park, New York. That is from Jason at JLinick on Twitter. First of all, let me just say the Usos should be in the next pack. Like, don't say, yeah. like, come on, who else? I, I'm fine. Like, I, I feel like WWE just, like, shorted us Lex this Luger. year. Yes, Lex Luger should have been in it. British Bulldog should have been in Doing it. the clown. <laughs> Jim Neidhart, I feel like, should have been in it. I don't know it. if Jim Neidhart, I would put him in it, though. Just for the fact uh, I mean, that, like... I mean, we Brandon's haven't seen whole, him. Brandon's whole thing is, well, if they used a wrestler in a video game in the past, they should automatically no. Be that's not over. not no. That's not necessarily true, but it's it is easier. Especially no, if somebody's in it from last year's game, especially the USO, someone like that, it could be just like that put into the next. Well, game. I, I would have liked to have seen something they did like with Legends WrestleMania, where you can import a roster because yeah. I mean that Attitude roster was so good and 
How are you not going to include like how, it? How did the New Age Outlaws get shafted? How did Too Cool and Rikishi get shafted? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That roster was so good. And then they tried to boast the new roster, and I don't think it really... That would have helped me so much without... It, it was awesome that they gave us 100 creative slots this year. It would have been so much more awesome if they allowed us to go and import that roster from last year. I understand then you'll have like two tri- uh, more than two Triple H's. You'll have like four Triple H's. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, if it, if you're importing it, I don't think uh, it would be a problem with space. Right. I, that would be phenomenal if they did How that. How many people are usually in a DLC? Four? Uh, no, they, they ranged. For, it yeah, used it to be so much, I feel like. Well, but there's more packs now, isn't there? No, I don't know. Nah, because that's right, the so, thing, though. Last year, they gave us so many more. All right, like, so pick, pick four wrestlers that should be in it, in DLC. Four people, not the Usos. I would have to... I don't know. I four. couldn't... From, Only four. It's difficult. Did you get that? Just do four. Who do you want to see? <laughs> Who do you um, want to see? I don't know. Honestly, I'd go with Rikishi. I'd go with... Um, I'm trying to think of current guys that are uh, Daniel Bryan's current attire. That's difficult, though. It's like, that's them having to actually go create a new thing. What do you mean by that? Well, they'll have to actually go... The only time, I believe, that they ever actually release a new attire, somebody's updated attire, was Shad. Which makes no sense, but... Yeah. I believe they updated his attire, and that was the only person who ever got new attire, I I think. I would put the fucking Dactyls in one. wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, the fucking Dactyls could have made the cut. I mean, Naomi would have been amazing to have in the game. I just think, honestly, too cool Rikishi, the New Age Outlaws. I would go New Age Outlaws, X-Pac, and Lex Luger. But see, then people are going to argue that the six is in the game. Yeah, whatever. I would have loved if 1, If I had the New Age kid. Outlaws, I want X-Pac. I would have loved 1, 2, 3 I Kid I think that would be game. pretty cool to have 1, 2, 3 Kid. Oh, one two three kid would be cool too, especially with Razor. Razor Ramones in this game. Razor Ramones, yeah, Razor Ramones. Yeah, one. All right, I'm changing. I'm going one two three kid, <laughs> Lex Luger, and the New Age Outlaws. Don't I mean, Lex Luger was a huge part of WrestleMania ten, and he was just in the game a couple of years ago in the in the right attire. I mean, how hard is it to and, put him in the game? And Roddy Piper should have been in it, and Mick Foley should have been in it. Roddy Piper, but at least they put Piper's. Uh, yeah, face but in it. and now Mankind's, but. Oh yeah. Wasn't Shut there up. a wasn't there a bug also uh, when you try to download the new pack? Yeah, they got rid of it like the night of. Everyone oh, they was complaining, it. but but no, the uh, the pack itself I think is great. I, uh, honestly, I think it's bullshit. I don't think that they should have a set limit of DLCs. No, I think, I think be, they should. I believe that they should keep releasing yes, to until next year's game at least. Yes, but. I think that it should be an ongoing thing where every even if it, you're done with releasing it now in two months. Surprise everybody and be like, you know what? We got a special announcement we've never done before. We're Which gonna, is false. Con- we're gonna, <laughs> all right, but we're gonna start releasing current uh, updates for your roster, new DLCs every other month or whatever, and then just start I'll, releasing I some would, more people up. And I think, I think, the, I think the problem is that since 2K just took over, I think they're really just focusing on next year's game at this point. If they, really- if they wanted to go ahead and and release like. 20 more DLC characters or something with new moves and everything, I would gladly pay. I mean, I'd gladly pay if they released any new DLC, but I'm just I'd, saying. I'd gladly, like, not still have the game. And he's not even drunk, folks. I mean, yeah, sorry, that's what that's what a speech problem. I mean, this this last game was 2K, this last game was 2K, but it was really the WWE 13 platform, and I think. I don't want it to change. They're going to change. I mean, I maybe not change. major changes, but they're going to make it their own. I mean, 2K usually does a good job with games. I like 2K. But, uh, so I think they're really more focused on that. Yeah. Next uh, question is uh, submitted from Kathy. Hey, yeah. Uh, Kathy oh, Hummer. Yeah. See, because uh, you read Hey Guys too the same way. No, I don't. Hey, Brandon and Dave. Happy New Year. 
I happy New Year is, to you too. Sorry to cut you off. There. I hope all is well. Thanks for wishing I me really a happy enjoyed New Year. <laughs> she didn't know Raw on Monday night as it went old school. It was great to see one of my faves, Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I can't believe. Um, I can't believe what WWE is doing with Daniel Bryan. What WWE is doing with Daniel Bryan. Think the dumpster Drawsy would be proud with his look. What do you guys think about Daniel Bryan being with the Wyatts? What do you guys think of the WWE Network? And are you guys going to be at PWS on February 22nd? You know I will be there. And, of course, what good is a sign girl without her signs, especially when I made another one for you guys? Dot, dot, dot. Whoops. Anywho, see you soon. Uh, thank you for submitting the question. It would be awesome if you actually made a sign and held it up during the show <laughs> instead of passing it off. That would be cool to hold it up during the actual uh, shows, get it on a DVD. Can I just say that was a nice name drop, Duke the Dumpster <laughs> Drossy? Well, that's what Daniel Bryan looks like these days. Yeah. Um, didn't we talk about that last week, though, with Daniel Bryan and the Wyatt, or no? Uh, do, I don't know. Did we mention Duke the... Yeah, I think, I think you did, actually. But hey, look at that. I was right. They changed his attire since the house show. Yeah. Slightly, but still different. I think it's great. I think it's uh, it creates a ton of storylines. Um, WWE Network, we will get into PWS. Don't know. What? And, what? <laughs> you just said WWE Network, we are going to get into PWS? No, no, no I'm going... I understood them. Yeah. I don't know. It was all jumbled did, did, in my head. Did, yeah, I was about to say, did it all just like, come together? We're going to discuss the WWE Network a little bit later, and PWS, we're not sure if we're going yet. Yes, that is a fact. All right, That's let's move on to some SmackDown. SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. What do you want to start with right now? Bads, goods, goods, middles? Bads? Bads. Let's start with the bads. Right bads. off the bat, the bads, sorry. Gotta go... With Wade Barrett. Alright, I... Usually I was putting uh, Wade Barrett, Bad News Barrett, in the bad as well, agreeing with you. Um, unfortunately, this week, I am actually moving him up personally into the middles. Because this is getting Wade Barrett the most airtime that he's had in such a long time. Yeah, but they can he's, do that in other ways. Yeah, but they won't. They won't but realistically... But that's not, that's not a good thing. Yes, but yes, it is. Realistically, It's not making is, people hate him. Yeah, it is. Look at listen it's, to the crowd reaction. People are they're not booing. Ignore, people not are booing him. him. People are booing it because he, they're bored with it. No, I yes. don't see that at all. That they're bored with it. One hundred percent. I think that they're booing it because of what he is saying. He is insulting any, any the crowd. Heat is good heat. No, not yes, when he's going he's out there. A, and, no, not when he's, he's going out there and saying the Thanksgiving goose is cooked. Okay, but he's listen. Still getting if a somebody reaction. comes out and you're sick of him, then you're gonna not like is him. Is he not on? He, is he not on every television? Is he not on SmackDown Raw? Every single week now. Yeah, but that's exactly. He should be wrestling by now, dude. Yes, you you move into that at some point, but right now at he's some on. Point. This is this is getting he's shoved on, down our throats. It's not good. He's not he's not getting shoved down your throat. Yes, Stop. it is. You throw that around. Everybody throws no. that around with Randy Orton, John Cena, and all that bullshit. Cut no, it out. No, it gets him on TV weekly. He's getting a awesome crowd reaction, no, which, as not. Michael was saying before, any reaction is good reaction. Who'd he ever beat? <laughs> that's true that's but another still, story for you guys but honestly still I think Wade Barrett is in the middles well 
at some point, and I think that's going to help build into his character because at some, that uh, whenever it happens, he doesn't have to keep this bad news Barrett. I don't know. Hello, bad news Barrett to me is like one short circuit from telling bad knock knock jokes. I don't think that's the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is the same, man? Screw you. Something that's not the same in your eyes is the middles. I don't yeah, think you. Do, I don't think you even use the saying in the right way. So short circuit. <laughs> the uh, middles. We kicked it off. Well, we'll kick off the medals at least. Fandango. I don't know why I said that like that. Fandango. That's, I don't know why I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, it's called intentional. <laughs> no, I'm not. Fandango <laughs> um, was yeah, defeated by our truth. I almost that said is the truth. That's not feelings. correct. Fandango, what? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Was defeated. And um, what did you think about the right off the start? Xavier Boyd's out there on commentary, that Instagram shit. <sighs> I don't think, I think, I don't know why it's acceptable for them to be doing these things. I think it's annoying, annoying that it was the commentators that, I think it was the commentators that instigated that. No, he said, oh, hey guys, let's take it a was, selfie. It was him. But what's the point of that? Who, nobody gives a shit about selfies, especially if you're on WWE television. It is stupid as hell. Um, at least the one thing I am happy about, it wasn't during the match. It wasn't when action picked up. Well, it was and right, it right before they started. Yes, which is more acceptable as opposed to during the match. Right, and I just I really don't see um, why that had to happen. What's up with the ending? Well, like, Xavier Woods again brought the Funkadactyls out, which distracted Fandango. Once was okay, but twice... Yeah, what's the point of that? Twice is just stupid. And get them what's... a real Titantron, please. We don't want to see that... It's DNA Xavier bullshit. Woods' is Titan Trump, too. No, it just says the Funkadactyls. Yeah. No, no, but Xavier Woods, it's the same exact thing, except instead of the Funkadactyls, it says Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods. Yeah, Get him a Titan WWE. You have people working around the clock. I think this is, this is completely stupid. There's no reason to have this any of this. It's just <laughs> pointless. Yeah. Um, something else that's pointless is Biggie Langston defend... Not even defending. Uh, in a non-title match... Versus Curtis Axel. Yes. Um, he, of course, defeated Curtis Axel. And I counted the amount of moves that he does. It's actually uh, six. Six <laughs> moves. Langston? Yeah. So what train are you on here? Uh, honestly, I do not know. I'm starting to get off this little biggie Langston train. All right, these are the moves. Shoulder thrust. Shoulder block. Avalanche. Belly to belly. <laughs> you Chris Jericho? What's going on right now? And the big ending. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I just had a question. Didn't this guy uh, write into your show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. Biggie Langston listens to our yeah, show. I yeah, I wonder, wonder if he's going to keep listening. No, oh, he no. does. We shit on him every week. Oh, okay. Whoa. Don't clump me into whatever you okay, do in the bedroom, sh- right? Okay, hilarious. That's not even funny. Uh, but yeah. I liked I liked at one point, Biggie Langston tried to drag Curtis Axel into the ring, but uh, Curtis Axel held on to the ring apron. And then hit him with and uh, with a clothesline to the back of his body. We don't really see that too often. Yeah, except unless you're playing these... a WWE video game. Mm-hmm. But I like that, and I don't think Langston's comeback is good at all. Uh, He's very like one dimensional. Like I believe I believe his strength, but he needs to work on how to kind of Hulk up per se. That's the thing. I think I think that he's really one dimensional. That he doesn't have any diversity. Behind his character, behind his gimmick, I think he has nothing to really back him. Like he's the like, power. yeah, I'm a power guy. I could beat everybody with but my power. But a power guy shouldn't be on the 
commentators tables making, making jokes. He shouldn't be on Twitter making jokes. He should be more of a. He should be taken seriously a lot more, especially if he's IC champion. Well, it kind of sounds to me like uh, like sexual chocolate. I mean, he was supposed to be a power guy, but he was no. He was... But that at least had a something like a yeah, back into it. Yeah, plus this was during it. the w, the Attitude Era, where pretty well, I'm much just anything saying, goes. No, but I'm just saying, you know, like a guy that's supposed to be powerful and intimidating, but he, you know, he acts like. Uh, no, but he Mark, had a big... Mark Henry didn't sound terrible on the mic. Plus, he had a big. Uh, he wasn't one dimensional no. though. He wasn't one dimensional. I mean, he still had the even as sexual chocolate. He yeah. had the backing with May Young and even, and China yeah, yeah, was, and, and Sammy China. the tranny. Yeah, yeah, Sammy the tranny. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. I do remember that. That was funny. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I mean, but, they don't call me Sammy why? for nothing, baby. Was it Sammy? Yeah. Why do you remember that? Sure, it wasn't was, like Nikki or something. It was Sammy, short for <laughs> long for Sam. I think that's funny. It was Sam. It was Sammy. I mean, I'll take your word for it because this is the kinds of things you would know. Yeah. But I think I just think Biggie Langston starting to. Yeah, I, I find it hard that anybody else would disagree. There was a poll on WWE.com. It's still up there, I'm sure. If uh, asking fans, uh, can we buy Biggie Langston as a WWE World Heavyweight Champion? What's the verdict? The, well, first of all, the only two choices are yes, I believe he could be it, or. No, he's a great intercontinental champion. So that's bullshit because. I... <laughs> so what, where's our third vote? I, on that the one? Third, I want the third option. There's no right in. Of no, yeah. I don't want Biggie Langston as intercontinental yeah. champion. But seventy, I think it was up to like seventy-one percent. We're saying yes, Biggie Langston could be champion. Seventy-one percent. Which I believe, if you vote no, at least ten get put in for her. yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the way voting. That's the way. No, there was quite some votes there. But onto the goods this week of SmackDown. Yes, onto the goods. The Shield opened up with a sick promo. Um, I thought that this was a really good promo, talking about the weak link, and I like how the fact that every time they brought up weak link or the the least powerful guy in the Shield, they keep on like looking at each other, kind of like inferring, like. Dean Ambrose is like weak link, then looks over at Roman Reigns really quick, and then it gets right back into his promo. Yeah, and all of them did that to each other. I thought that that was that was just great. Yeah, and basically they said that the Shield is a unit and they can't be divided. So that led into the Usos versus the Shield, which ended in a disqualification with a win for the Usos. And uh, I think it was a win for us as well because uh, we Dean had Ambrose. Dean Ambrose on the commentators. And I'm pretty convinced that Dean Ambrose could say anything on commentary and still sound mean. I love the fact how he was he was telling Michael Cole to be a star. How yeah. he was being a bully be to him. Be a star, Michael. I don't know. I have to work on my Ambrose. I, I honestly, <laughs> I put him up there with CM Punk on commentating. I think that when Dean Ambrose speaks on commentating, I actually want to listen to that. Yeah, because it's not something... Like, even if he says something funny, it's still something that makes sense. Like, it's not Biggie Langston there's saying, some, we played Skip no, It. But there's something about the tone of Dean Ambrose's voice that it's just like, it draws you in that you want to actually hear what this guy has to te- uh, say. And he kept on bringing... Whenever the commentators went off to the side, excuse me, he would bring them right back into the match. Like, he would bring up, oh, and... Roman Reigns just did that when they were when Cole and JBL were about to go off onto the side. I right. thought it was really good. Uh, CM Punk me, making the save at the end for the, with the DQ. Then Vicky Guerrero coming out making it the main event. CM Punk and the Usos versus 
uh, all three members of the Shield. Which I think was quite stupid that they did that during a commercial break. I don't think it was stupid for the fact that maybe they were trying to save some airtime. I mean, obviously taped... we saw that there were. But this is a taped show. Maybe originally it wasn't taped um, as a WWE app only thing. They just had to cut it to reduce some time. Yeah, I think that's fine. It was definitely. I mean, obviously it saved time, but I just think it could have been done on TV. And now I have to say that you were correct that they were calling Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Something they're being called the Brotherhood, although I'll still be saying Cody Rhodes and Goldust, who uh, defeated the Wyatt family. I thought it was to actually, retain the championships. Sorry, yes, to retain. That is one thing that I did like that they actually defended the championships, which you don't unfortunately you don't see too often on Raw or SmackDown defending a champion. Right. Um, I did think it was kind of interesting. Bray Wyatt wasn't at ringside though. Neither was Daniel Bryan. Yeah, what was going on there? Don't even know, but they did show that promo that we'll get into. Do uh, you want to talk about it? No, not, not just yet. But, uh, All right, well, I don't see it on your rundown. So Well, that's because my rundown is more <laughs> in-depth than your rundown. So. All right, all right, all right. But uh, during the match, i got to say that Goldust was making Eric Rowan look like a fucking contender. Rowan didn't spend too much time in the ring, though. Once again, the person spending more, majority of the match in the uh, match time in the ring is Luke Harper. Uh, what about Cody Rhodes' dive to the outside, where he did like something you would see some from Sanjay Dutt, where he jumped onto one side of the rope, to the other side of the rope, and then to the outside? Yeah, I thought that was pretty impressive. And and watching Goldust now in 2014 makes me wonder, like, where did he get all these new moves from? Did he have them back then, or does he just like then he just didn't use them, or he, does he have a DVD out? A what? A DVD of the best of gold dust matches. <laughs> no, you know how they like, have... I thought you were going to say a workout DVD. No, I was like, what? There, there's I no gold dust. No, there's DVD. not. I don't know. Okay, that's one DVD. I know I, I usually hate watching DVDs of I mean, wrestling. He had an extensive career I don't, before WWE. Yeah, with WCW and then even before that to the territories. Yeah. I would love to actually watch a uh, gold dust DVD. Yeah. I think that I, would be very I, interesting. I would, I would watch that. Which I think, I think for... I saw stuff... What? Going, I think that my mind is in the same place as Say it. Are you talking about William Regal or yeah. no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the WWE Network, they announced that they're going to be doing, or they might be doing, documentaries. Yeah. So I think the very first one is going to be a William Regal documentary, I, which... That's amazing. Are they going to release that on DVD? I, I mean, buy those what, Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, what is it? Just like uh, the DVD without the matches? I mean... I, I would, would think assume, so, yeah. Well, I would assume the matches could come with it. I don't know what the WWE Network's going to be. We'll, we'll, I, we'll, yeah, we'll, get, we'll yeah. get into it. But, I mean, specifically, this could be just an hour documentary on William Regal. Well, let's and make it an hour history. and a half, at least, or two, or something. I mean, you can. You really need two hours of William Regal? Yeah, I, I would. I would yeah, I'd take whatever time I could with William Regal. Technically sound, I'd watch it. I like William Regal, but I don't know how interested I am in two hours of William Regal. So, alright, you didn't have this on here, so I'm going to actually throw it on there, and I'm going to throw it in the beds. I'm sorry for reverting, I guess, but Renee Young with Biggie Langston promo, where Biggie Langston was getting, uh, was cutting promo in the back, talking about Brock Lesnar attacking Mark Henry, oh. and the crowd looked so confused. And the reason why they looked so confused <laughs> yeah. was that did not happen yet. Yeah. For some reason, SmackDown was, was recorded before Raw. Uh, well, because Raw was done live, and SmackDown they did on Sunday, I believe, because Tuesday was New Year's Eve. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, but but I, I, thought, like, I thought that was kind of funny, because the entire crowd like starts 
like they skim to the crowd and they're like looking all over. Like, <laughs> That's funny. Did he just say Brock Lesnar? So yeah. why did they even skip to the crowd? I, mean, I don't know. And Brock yeah, didn't. Brock good. hadn't returned at that right, point right, right. too. So yeah, uh, but sorry for that. Uh, yeah, but Nikki uh, Nikki Bella defeated Oksana, and I think the end of 2013 was really good for Nikki and Oksana. I I was actually happy with commentating on this match because Cole and JBL were making a lot of comments about how much Oksana has improved. Yeah. And how she's looking in the ring. Nikki improved. Oksana's improved. She was able to shine so much. And I guess that leaves us with good divas wrestling. I mean, I guess... When they gonna, wrestle, at least. And we're going to see... For the most part. I mean, I don't know where... What's the deal with Nikki, but her leg... What's the deal with Nikki? No, her leg, uh, I think she injured it recently. Or re-injured it. I don't know if that's true. I, they say it might have happened yeah, at a house have, show. Yeah, might have tweaked it. I guess we're going to find out about that at some point. You mean twerked it? Because that, they mentioned that a lot on commentary. Way too much, way too much. <laughs> Alright, on to the main event. The Shield versus the Usos and CM Punk. Usos and CM Punk picking up the victory. This match was actually pretty amazing. Yeah, but... I mean, do you have anything to say about the actual match? Yes, I do. Let's say it. All right. Um, I love the fact where... Uh, all right, I, I wrote this down, but there was a spot where Jimmy was on the top rope and Ambrose uh, was going for a back suplex on uh, for him. And then there was a blind tag. I like there's... Uh, blind tag. spin. Oh, blind tag. Rowan's was in there, and then he got hit with the spinning corkscrew. Right. I don't know. Why? What are you going to say? Well, no, I was going to say that Dean Ambrose was the actual downfall of the match. What? What? How? <laughs> Let me fucking finish my sentence, at least. When I say that Dean Ambrose was the downfall of the match. How? <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't tag in Roman Reigns, who was ready and able. I don't think that... He was, it was showing... What are you thinking when I'm saying the downfall of the match? But what do you like think? Like the worst part of the match? Pretty much, yeah. No, I'm saying like the downfall as if like they could have won. Like the match would have been great. Except... No, 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 no. They could, the Shield could have won if Dean Ambrose tagged in I think he was Roman knocked Reigns. out though. Who? Reigns at the end Roman of the match. Roman Reigns was standing there. Dean Ambrose went, I don't know, with dude. his hand out. With I his think... hand out. And Dean Ambrose. I thought the Usos too. Nope. Took out Rollins and Reigns with their uh, over-the-top move. Uh, no. And then Ambrose got hit with the GTS. Dean Ambrose should have tagged him in. And then it wasn't. I, he didn't turn around. I'm telling you, Uso's he did not. I'm telling you, Dean Ambrose, it might have been afterwards then. During the finish of the match. Yeah. He got taken out. That was after. Dean Ambrose could have tagged him in beforehand. He was uh, looking no, Ambrose, like. He was all. Right before the Ambrose nailed the top ropes. Top rope under uh, underhook suplex that looked pretty cool too. Yeah, you don't see that every day. Which I mean, I kind of like wish that we saw newer moves a lot. Talking more about often. well, not newer move, but an older move that we haven't seen in a little bit of time. The Anaconda Vice we got to see in this match too. I thought for sure that match was very close to ending at that point, but it was not. The mid match. Yeah, thought that was pretty cool. Um, I was very happy to see that that did not end SmackDown though. Yeah, SmackDown actually ended with a Wyatt promo. Where uh, Bray Wyatt more, was more Bray about... Wyatt, not not specifically Wyatt family. No, yeah, Bray Wyatt, more Bray Wyatt as, as is as is majority of the Wyatt family right, most exactly. Uh, Bray Wyatt talking about human races, bacteria, fate, laughing, how she's dancing and she always gets her way. What are you thinking with this? Well, first of all, I just have to say whoever writes and directs and produces whatever these promos deserve an Emmy um, because they're honestly, so up there with great television. I'm, that people 
people need to watch it. People, yeah. I think people who don't even watch wrestling could look at something like that and feel creeped oh. out and feel emotion towards a video. And let me just add, that was a, there was a huge effing fail on our part for the Marky Awards that the Wyatt family debut was not nominated for a markout moment of the year. That's not a fail. Did we that have, a, did we yes. mark, was that one of our markout moments? That was one the... of the markout moments. And I know for a fact, I lost my shit when that you lost went, his shit. You heard oh, that, Gwen Stefani? Uh, all over the place. When that happened, I don't think there was anybody that wasn't watching that that was ecstatic. Yeah. I mean, the fact that that wasn't nominated, I think, was a blunder. Well, um, Marky Gate 2014. Seriously, right? Um, so what else do you want to talk about? Oh, how about some Raw? Monday Night Nitro. Well, actually, we're going to talk about Raw, not Nitro. Fuck yeah. I think you're a little bit confused. You're going to go like 70,000 weeks of marking out and then try and... Yeah. And then <laughs> and someone call... Someone be like, oh, and actually, and Brandon, try and call me uh, out. we're not talking about Nitro. Let's, for Monday Night Raw, you wanted to like start differently than we normally start last week. Help me out here. Let's start with the middles this week. Okay, cool. Let's do it up. Um, Rick Flair... Which, I just want to say, luckily we have a middle section. Why is that? Well, because Ric Flair opened Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and luckily I missed the entire uh, beginning of Raw, so I was seeing... Ric Flair came out with his little sunglasses on, talking about Ric Flair, because when Ric Flair's on TV, it's That's always what about Ric Flair, always. Actually, no, I did see Ric Flair, Warden, and then I changed the channel, and then Cena was in the ring when I flipped back, and then I changed the channel, and then I flipped back and I was saved. Well, Ric Flair, I believe uh, he can't go four sentences without putting himself over. Or the San Francisco 49ers. Well, I guess there's a reason why he's 16, uh, 16 time champion. Well, yeah, because, because he lost, lost 16 Because he times. lost yeah. the 16 times. But also because he puts himself over to every single promoter that wants to use him on the card. So is that other guy? Over. You see that? Did you see that video? No. <laughs> the guy, the superstar wrestling or whatever? Uh, I don't know. I'll show you later. Uh, yeah, but Randy Orton eventually came out to say that everything should be about him, which God fucking surprises us, right? <laughs> everything should be about Randy Orton. Go figure. How uh, much has changed? Yeah, and Randy Orton said that he's the only WWE World Heavyweight Champion, but it's because he's never defended it and nobody else has ever had the opportunity huh. to... That's going to show up. Like, what? <laughs> Why are you blowing duck noises right Why? now? I don't know. Duck halls. Duck Dynasty. That's how it happens. <laughs> uh, Biggie Langston versus Curtis Axel. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm not done talking about that opening fucking promo. Well, what else do you have to say about it? He tried to get Stephen McMahon to cancel the match between him and John Cena, which I have to say, this wasn't your typical repeat, repeat Randy Orton promo. Wow, clever. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Who wrote that for you? Me. All right. <laughs> and uh, Ric Flair tried to slow Randy Orton down and put the spotlight back on himself. And Randy Orton called Ric Flair overrated, which I agree. Okay. <laughs> Ric Flair then said that Randy Orton was immature, which I agree. Okay. Which, how the fuck am I agreeing with both of them? That is Can crazy. Can you curse, by the way, right now? I feel like I'm the only one cursing right now. Yeah, I was actually going to call you out on that earlier, and I was just like, you know what? I'm probably going to curse at some point. Say so it, just say it right now. Get it out of the way. Ah, shit, fuck. Ass. Get it out of the way. All right, fuck it. Bro, you're going to come on to our show <laughs> yeah, and curse? Who, who are you That's coming on our podcast up. and cursing? But anyway, Jesus. John Cena came out to put Ric Flair over because Ric Flair needed that huge ego boost. I shouldn't be jumping on your jokes, especially. I, that was stupid. <laughs> and John Cena was ready to fight, but Randy Orton backed down and left because he's a bitch. And you know who was saved from this promo? This guy. And I just have to say that they could uh, have... Me too, actually. They could have had Monday Night Raw without John Cena, without Randy Orton 
I'm going to say without Ric Flair again, but... I think that this is why they did it right in the beginning, though. So they could actually see what it would be like once again without Orton or Cena on uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and I think Raw and was very strong without the them. thing is, if you didn't have Orton or Cena on Raw, so many people are going to complain. Card is subject to change, but you know a lot of people are going to complain about that. Especially if two weeks without them... It'd be... Well, I don't think they would have done two weeks without them. The only reason why they did last week without them was because they were at making more yeah. money at the Canada Canadian house show during Monday Night Raw. You also got to remember a lot of... I mean, a lot of kids watch wrestling, especially now. Yeah. Kids They've don't got... like Randy Orton, do they? I, well, they like I John Cena, so. at least. You know who kids really shouldn't like? Biggie Langston. Yeah, who defeated Curtis Axel. <laughs> and someone who else is defeated in the rankings-wise is Ryback, who was on commentary. Yes, Ryback um, was on commentary. I he, have to say, before the match that we saw Biggie Langston walking backstage, we saw him passing by uh, Nikolai Volkov, Teddy Biasi, who was talking to Oksana, and then finally IRS, who told him, don't forget to ta- pay your taxes, which I really hope Biggie Langston forgets to pay his taxes, so he gets ending up on, no, so he ends up in jail, and we don't have to see him on television. Ric Flair, you have a warrant out for your arrest. Get taken care. Of, get that shit taken yeah, I was care. Gonna, of. I was gonna talk about that during the outside of the news stuff. He yeah, also we'll, was we'll receiving death that. threats. Yeah, now he's got a warrant out for his arrest. And once again, Biggie Langston, the powerful wrestler, IC champion, laughing at IRS, million yeah. dollar man, like Volkov, just blatantly laughing at the promo. I'm like, dude, cut the shit. Um, Biggie right Langston, back. right? Yeah, uh, right back making that Lillian Garcia joke. About yeah. her looking like a horse or something? No, no. Well, he said, he goes, my voice is a little horse because I was hanging out with Lillian Garcia. Yeah. I hate, I rant about this all the time on the podcast whenever anybody starts to make fun of Lillian Garcia about the horse. We've seen Triple H do this. We've seen Michael Cole do this. Why? Because they are fucking immature. Yeah, because they're assholes. immature. Right, exactly. Why, why would you have to put down a woman like that? Uh, yeah, I don't see why. No, I'm dead dead serious. Yeah. Why do you have to do that? You're you're a professional uh it's promotion. It's it's their click. I don't get that. And then Ryback, oh you're I am Ryback. I give I give Dolph Ziggler concussion, so now I have to try to look good to Triple H, so I'm gonna insult Lillian Garcia and call her a horse. Yeah, to get uh, back on their good side. I think it makes sense. I think it's dumb. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryback. No, I, I, mean, I really it's it really is unacceptable when you do that whole be a star campaign. Yeah, but when you're doing the be your star campaign and you're actually taking legit jabs at someone for the way that they look, I I'm not a fan of that. But during the match, Ryback tried to cause a distraction, and Biggie Langston ended up uh, recovering from that and hit uh, Curtis Axel with the big ending. Oh, I thought it was to get the fuck off my TV. I, oh, that's the, I wish that's the backup. That's his alternative finisher. I wish. Gotcha. Um, something also that I wish was that this person was not on Raw. No, uh, don't, Rowdy say, no, no, no. Roddy don't say that you don't wish Roddy Piper was on Monday Night I Raw. I am over him. I do not need to see him on Monday Night Raw. They had especially a, well, listen, listen, Piper's listen. Pit. The whole reason why I believe they had this, the reason why they had this was that it was so, so strong in 2010 when they had the Piper's Pit uh, with Randy Orton and John Cena. Last time we saw, Rand, saw Roddy Piper, wasn't it when... The segment went just haywire. If I'm, wasn't there something with him and Chris Jericho, or am I completely wrong? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I think it's like they want because Roddy Piper is so good at drawing emotion from people, and I think they wanted that to happen with the Shield, and it fell short. I'm so over uh, over Piper. I don't have to see him ever again. I'm good. Well, Roddy Piper told Dean Ambrose that he was the only person 
Who, uh, who, uh, do, uh, Eddie, where you at? But the only person that could match <laughs> Roddy Piper on the microphone was CM Punk. And, uh, what do you think about that? I thought it was actually pretty cool. I do think that he did draw the emotion out of the, sh- draw the emotion out of the shield. Yeah, because he, he tried to split them up. I thought it was awesome how they stuck together. And then the when Reigns got right in Piper's face. Well, he said, he, Roddy Piper said that Seth Rollins can't beat him. Dean Ambrose couldn't beat Punk one-on-one. But if Reigns does it, shouldn't it mean that Roman Reigns is stronger? Is the best member of the shield? And yeah. I guess that, that pissed Just him right, off. Got right in his face. I, I, liked when he, punk and... I liked when Roddy Piper pinched Roman Reigns' cheek. Nah. I would have been so hard. And then like, he was just like, I would have laughed at that. I'll break your back next time you do no, that. No, I'll break your ass in half. Yeah. Which we all know something else, but. What What do you mean? When you break somebody's ass in half. What does that mean? It's an innuendo for going down the Grand Canyon, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then we see Nation of, Nation of Domination. <laughs> New Age Outlaws come out with CM Punk, kind of make the save on Piper. Uh, wasn't expecting New Age Outlaws. That, that was moment. so random. That was so random. But Very I was happy random. with it, of course. Yeah, no, it was a cool little moment. Uh, we also had Booker T in a backstage promo segment with DDP while DDP was doing DDP yoga. And Booker T was doing Booker T yoga. Yeah. Which, come on. I mean, like, it was cool to see it, but we did not need this as a uh, segment. No, I say stupid. it was cool I to thought... see it because it was DDP interacting with Booker T. I thought was... that... Like, you told me it didn't happen. I have to rewatch it. I was it sitting did. on I a medicine ball while watching this, and I I think I may have moved a little bit, and it sounded like that. David heard I a thought, duck call. Yeah, no, I heard a duck call <laughs> from, I thought Booker, because Booker T started doing DDP yoga, and I thought it would be hilarious if he farted, and then uh, Ron Simmons is walking by or comes in right when he farts. Thorough. And then, yeah, exactly. And then I, when I heard it, I thought that's what happened. Yeah, but uh, it Brandon didn't, said it didn't happen. Yeah, Brandon did say that. Yeah. But Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar cut a promo about how Brock Lesnar is the number one contender. Ooh, hey, now ooh. SmackDown makes sense. What you want? Did I skip something? No, we put this in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Why you? Where do you want this? The bads? Yeah, kind of. I bads. put this in the middles just because of the fact that it got. Well, we'll talk about it later. Well, why don't we talk about it now? We're no, I mean, <laughs> we'll, I'll talk about it a little later when, when it actually happens because I'm, myself, I guess you two are over the Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar Yeah, I, I don't care about that duo anymore. I think Lesnar, the only reason he should be there is putting over other wrestlers. And Brock Lesnar had another new shirt this week, which I think will be the dumbest shirt of he's 2014. Not, he's not drawing. There's no reason to put money in that direction if he's not going to draw. Nobody wants that anymore. Mark Henry came out for retribution from last week, got locked in the Kimura lock where Brock dislocated Mark Henry's arm. Please, you got to stop that. I from with Triple, Triple H, H, Shawn Trump, Michaels. Yeah. It was uh, just we're, stupid. We're together, where they where he would lock in the Kimura lock and then just because you like jolt somebody's broken. arm, we're not stupid. Yeah, we're we not can two we can years actually old. do that too and move our arm in that direction. Stop! Don't stop. touch me, David. Sorry, whoa, don't hey, touch me. Sorry, sorry. Rule number one. Yeah, sorry. In the book of Brandon, rule number one is don't, don't tell touch people Brandon. my book of Brandon. It's the truth. You I'm writing have... a book called Book of Thoughts, by the way, if anybody would like to purchase that in 2016. You can find it on Amazon.com. In 2016, if it's still there. The world's still here. I read the first couple of pages. You, don't you were laughing. It. Screw you. You don't want to read it. Screw you. But Big Show ended up coming out and brawled with Brock Lesnar a little bit. <laughs> what? And I think... What? 
Which I funny. think I think that is why it's in the middles. Is because yeah. Brock Lesnar currently is not up there with John Cena up there with Randy Orton. I agree with you. I think he's on a different level. The one thing I did like was that it gives Big Show something to do. Big Show versus Lesnar. But today, today's era. Well, today's never seen that before. Exactly, which is some bullshit. WWE today. I don't think anybody wants to see Big Show versus Lesnar again. I want to see. I don't want to see Big Show anymore. I'm tired of Big Show. Get him off my TV. If you want to keep him around, put him backstage. Have him help you out with production. Hold the camera. Give him no. Get the high angle. Yeah, have him hold the camera and tell him that he's doing a good job. That's. I think he was fine with Rey Mysterio. I don't know why that stopped. Because you can't have Rey Mysterio and Big Show lose to people like Usos. You can't have them lose to prime-time players. Because if you had Big Show and Rey Mysterio as an actual legit tag team going forward, they wouldn't be able to lose to any of these mid-card tag teams that right. we would actually want to be see uh, want to see growing. Right. But um, I think Brock Lesnar, get, get, come on, stop. Just stop. Yeah, get, he, he can start that. doing the get-the-fuck-off-my-TV submission hole. He I'll left for that. a reason. Batista left for a reason. And now there's talk about him in UFC again. He was not... The last two fights, he sucked. He okay, got the crap out, out of him. UFC talk by UFC fans. Yeah, there's no point for him to even go back. Just go back to your little your little hut in Minnesota. Fuck Sable and stay away. That's yeah. it. You came back. That's good. Happy. Joy, joy. Peace out. Um, hey, Ren. Hey, Ren. And I guess we'll move on to the bads right now. On to the birds. Alberto Del Rio defeated Sin Cara, which WWE tried to put over as like, oh my god, he's finally beat Sin Cara. Meanwhile, Sin Cara's up on him not. Like, we've yeah. seen Alberto Del Rio in the past, like, defeat him like 10 times, maybe. Yeah. As opposed to the two times that we just saw Sin Cara win. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing about WWE. They always think that the fans are very uh, have very short term memories. But that's, I mean, that's you listen to the podcast, see, don't you? But there's this. It's no, very, I've just been watching long enough. It's fun. very difficult to 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 disagree with them as well because we know it's a new Sin Cara, yeah. but I don't want to. We always differentiate between the same character. Well, someone that's not really too high on <laughs> Del Rio is Batista. Lately, Batista and Del Rio were going back and forth a little on Twitter. Yeah, well, the, but, well, first of all, the crowd was dead for that match. So hopefully WWE sees that. And instead... Don't take it out of Sin Cara because Unico is doing... Sin right. Cara is doing a great job. Absolutely. But instead of actually doing anything good with that, they entered Alberto Del Rio into the Royal Rumble match after this match. After yeah. he defeated Sin Cara. And now Batista and them look like idiots on Twitter. Well, the thing is, Batista, people are actually annoyed kind of at him. Yeah, he looks he, like a fucking he's, bitch. Yeah, he's on Twitter saying that uh, uh, many of the, the locker room is at C-level in a B-level B star era. And then he ended up deleting that tweet after getting a lot of heat behind it. Batista, like They're worried that Batista's tweets are going to completely bury the entire locker room. Batista left for a reason. He doesn't belong yeah. coming back well, and being he, the Royal Rumble. Uh, just, why even bring him back if that's what he's? Batista do? is just another Triple Money. H when it comes to talking to talking down wrestlers. Yeah, I mean not to say. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of them did that though. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, all these guys, they spoke down other wrestlers. It's because Batista's get up in the world. ego. Is all the way up here. Oh, I'm up here with Randy Orton. He said that he, Batista. I think. Um, 
In the past, Batista even said the only person that was worthy of wrestling him was was The Undertaker. Oh, The Undertaker? Yeah. Like, Batista, worthy of wrestling him. Yeah. Wasn't, didn't he start off as uh, Deacon? Yeah. <laughs> the well, I mean, then. before that. The fight yeah. before that. But, I mean, yeah, he debuted with Reverend Devon. What gimmick that was. It's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's no point to bring back these wrestlers um, or unless it's to put over the younger. You know, some of these guys, they get over for like two or three years and they think they're like the best thing that ever happened to this company. You know? I guess that's what millions well, of dollars do to you. I think, I think Batista could have been brought back to WWE to put somebody else over. Not to put... Alberto Del Rio, he's already like that. You need to change something with Alberto Del Rio, and they're not doing it. I mean, hell, you could do Brock Lesnar and Biggie Langston, or Batista and Biggie Langston, because at least then you and have Biggie go over. No, because then Dave then... can go to the bathroom. Brandon, you mean? <laughs> what? Brandon doesn't like Batista. Yeah. I mean, Brandon, Brandon doesn't like Brandon Biggie hates... Langston. No, but yeah. he, he said Biggie Langston. Can you just stick to your script? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm no. just kidding. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I at least understand this way what you're you putting over a younger talent that you're trying to uh, grow and build upon, as opposed to putting them up against other older wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't, we do not want to see that at all with Biggie Langston, but at least it's building for the future. Speaking of older wrestlers, this almost, this could have gone in the middle this week if something else, if the outcome was different. Uh, fans were allowed to choose which referee for this match for Greg Colley versus Damian Sandow between Arn Anderson, Sergeant Slaughter, and Bob Backlund. Fact. Bob Backlund should have been on Monday Night Raw wrestling Dolph Ziggler or somebody else. I don't know if Dolph was able to wrestle. Why is it I could actually see that being a decent match, Ziggler because versus Backlund? It probably would be. Backlund, Anybody versus Backlund's a decent match. The thing Not is, everyone, ba- I, I don't know. Backlund is technically sound. And very so old schoolish. They both were, yeah, weren't they both amateur a, wrestlers? Yes. So, bam, right there. But Sergeant Slaughter somehow got picked, or should I say referee Mills Lane? From, no? Yeah, I got yeah. it. I think that's, that's another guy that uh, I've seen enough of on television. Mills Lane, yeah. Yeah, no, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, although it's always, uh, to me, it's fun to see Sarge always. But in this sense, nah, Bob Ackland got robbed. To be honest, he's one of the wrestlers I'm good with seeing again, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, a lot of these wrestlers that have repeated comebacks from Piper to Slaughter, I'm good with seeing. I don't have to see them no, make any more comebacks. You're, you're saying it wrong. You can't just say I'm good with seeing them. like that. People, Not everybody around the world, world speaks like us. He means that he doesn't yeah, care I to do see not, them anymore. I do not want to see them any <laughs> Well, any you know what longer. it is? These are the guys that are easy to get when they do things like this. I mean, And that's unfortunate because if you're the biggest uh, promotion in the entire world, you should be able to get anybody you choose to come uh, in from the past. They burned some bridges. Not, but yeah, but never say never. In yeah, but you're WWE. No, well, I mean, never say, never say any, never when it comes to money and, and anything. I mean... Build any bridge, but I mean, you know, they know, you know, who to call up when they do stuff like this. These old school Raws. I mean, the usual guys: Roddy Piper, Sergeant Slaughter, Flair. Yeah, but Rodgin. What did you know that Arn Anderson and Ole Anderson aren't brothers? They're not related I at all. That, um, I knew that. I grew up everybody... thinking they were father and son. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. But I mean, as I got a little older, I figured it out. And <laughs> I know that everybody in the wrestling industry, for whatever reason, hates Ole Anderson. And that's why he's not inducted into the WWE Hall, Hall of Fame with the Four Horsemen. Hmm. Well, maybe if he actually stabbed Psycho Sid with a fork, he would be in there. No, that's Arn Anderson. Yeah, no, I'm saying if oh, he did like do that, oh, oh, okay. if he did do no, that, there was, he would be inducted. There was one crazy drunken rump yeah. monster or whatever. There's a story about how Arn Anderson and Psycho Sid 
went at it with uh, stabbing each other with uh, with forks. It was, was after it? they saw Star Wars. Was it forks? Doing... After Just kidding. Star Wars. No, I was joking. So wait, was this no, like... I think it, I think it was might this have WCW been a fork. or was this early WWF? Like... Uh, I think it was WCW because Vader was there, yeah. Flash Funk. It, might, it was. You're naming all the guys that were also in WWF. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was during the WCW. Like, were uh, they in Japan? Was it? I think were they in Japan for WWE? They were in Japan or somewhere. Or Germany. Uh, People yeah, are yelling at their microphones. Europe. You know, Black Hollywood, yeah. uh, Black Star Sean is uh, flipping out right now. He's reciting the entire story as but, we're talking. But anyway, Ranjin Sin showed up with Greg Colley, which to me was a surprise. I I, I liked him. It was cool. I never liked him. I he was again another <laughs> person that I am so sick and tired of seeing. But when was the last time you saw him? You don't work backstage. You don't see him every day. I don't want to see him every day. There's a reason I'm not backstage for the for the <laughs> listeners that wink, know. yeah, way to wink, yeah, yeah right, wink. <laughs> but anyway, Sarge, like I said, ended up winning that referee spot. Damien well, we didn't even Sand- get into that yet. <laughs> Damien Sandow's foot. Do you want to say anything about the match? Or I'm, I'm not at the ending of the match. Wait, already. they wrestled. Yeah, <laughs> Damien Sandow's foot was on the bottom rope for the full three count, which Sandow just. Argued with Slaughter about that and then got put in the Cobra Clutch. And then Sergeant Slaughter danced with Greg Kali and Ranjin Singh, which I think is complete bullshit. Like, what What are your thoughts on that with the fact that... Complete bullshit. No, seriously, with the fact that Damien Sandow's foot was on the rope for the full... I think Sergeant Slaughter seconds. screwed him. And how did Sergeant Slaughter get down to count? <laughs> yeah, those knees are busted. Busted you know? like mustard. We saw him wrestle this year, last year. It was pretty uh, cool. Was it wrestling? Come on, that was cool. Uh, he threw, he threw you know, a few it was short, cool. He threw a few was short it not cool? lines. It, it was cool to see him finally in the ring. We got to see him face Cobra Commander. Yeah. Wow. And the, the Almighty Sheik. Teaming up with Starman. Very exciting. Fuck you. <laughs> and yeah, so that, that was that match. Great Kali won for whatever bullshit reason. And. For me, David, I said this no last time or on SmackDown that it should be in the middles already. But yeah, all the so legends, can, can we can we move it up to the middle? No, we already passed that. All the legends we saw throughout oh, the night, man. with the inclusion of Godfather, randomly came out and uh, introduced. Oh, they were intru- they were introduced only to be cut off by Bad News Barrett. I really, really, I. I and then he like got up there. He was just like, "You're all gonna die in seven days." No, he didn't. Because you're so old and roided up. I just, I just think that needs to end. He just needs to wrestle. I need to see him wrestle. He I, does I have can't... to wrestle. Yes, but we were. I am just happy to see him on a daily basis. I mean, I cannot go back to the fact about how there was nothing wrong with him to begin with. Did you just say is that Wade Barrett on your TV? Or are you just happy to see me? No, see, every joke doesn't go over. It's 2014, I'll tell you that over and over again. That's the second time someone... Yeah, these guys are having trouble with the year. Yeah. yeah what year is it? 2014? See, you, you paused. Right <laughs> you know who year it is? <laughs> the good year. Because we have a few good <laughs> years. You just call me the good that, year blimp? No, that was some free know, sponsorship right there. You just call me the fucking good year blimp. I was trying to, like... <laughs> I was trying to go into the good. It's a good segue. People hear that. Rey Mysterio and the Usos defeated the Wyatt family and Daniel Bryan, who I guess is now just dead. The Wyatt family. But there was a lot of miscommunication within the... Really? I did not see any miscommunication. Are I you thought fucking it was kidding me? within the Wyatt family. That's how they lost the match. Oh, I'm not okay. talking about an outside of the. I'm talking about storyline wise. All right. Well, I don't Asshole. think they. Were, I don't think there was that much wrong with the match itself. They tagged him in, then he tagged himself in, and then he tagged. Then they lost the match. 
Yeah, but Harper blind tagged it. Blind tagged right, that's miscommunications that of sorts. Eh, that's not really miscommunication. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, that's miscommunication. They were all of a sudden Harper, Jay Leno. Yeah, Harper you know. thought he could do a little bit better. They were on different pages. Exactly. So. Right. That's miscommunication. Well, they weren't really communicating. Yeah, too there was much, no so. communication to be okay. to start with. So. You know what? Do your own podcast. Bye. Uh, Brandon, come come back. Sit down. Come back. Sit down, Brandon. Brandon. Come back. Brandon Brian. actually just left, so now it's going to be just me and Michael. They hear me. They hear me. That's me doing a Brandon first name. <laughs> yeah, they hear me. I like Daniel Bryan when he first, when the match first started, he was going with those hard knees to the chest. It just looked like we had a new Daniel Bryan, a, a Daniel White, or should I no, say? No, don't say that. Don't say um, Daniel White. But very relentless. Should I say Brian Very Danielson? relentless. Daniel Bryan Wyatt? And then, Bryan's. um, but this match actually sets up next week where we're going to see Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan versus the Usos. <laughs> the Usos. <laughs> yeah, but I have to say that I like during this match, Rey Mysterio 619 was not effective on Eric Rowan. Which it shouldn't be. Right. It should never be on somebody tall like that. And uh, I like that the fans were still behind Daniel Bryan throughout this match, even though he's kind of showing signs of being a heel. I, I am, I'm enjoying it as well. Uh, we also had the Brotherhood defeating the Real Americans. Uh, I thought this was a really good match. I liked Goldust using that Hurricanrana now. Um, Did you know that? Goldust does Hurricanranas now. Really? It yeah. only took him like 30 and years. And he does, he does the, what's the, the other move that he does? He did on Raw, where the flip over powerbomb? And we always Sunset fuck Canadian Destroyer? It's like that, but not. It's it's one Rey Mysterio did, or Molina used to do it. So when did he start doing all this? This year, last year when he came back. When he came back, it was insane. The Yoshitonic. Goldust came back a new person. It's the same Goldust. No, 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 I know that. He's on DDP yoga. Yeah, I'm saying, is he? Does he look like he's in better shape? Yeah, 100. He's on. He does DDP yoga. We should do. Everybody does DDP yoga. Everyone tells me I should do it. You should. People tell you a lot of things you should do. Yo, he kicks pretty damn high. You ever see him kick? Yeah, I mean, I have. Yo, he kicks pretty damn high. I give Brandon credit. He kicks pretty damn high. That's You're not thing. drunk? Like, That's what the fuck did you drink? One good Dude, thing ask, Dave could say Kyle about Brandon. Brad. Yeah. You kick. He kicks very high. I swear Zeb to God, Zeb Coulter he kicks. and Actually, signs. Brandon's I like eulogy. the fact that Zeb... <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> if you're eulogizing me, Brandon kicks very high. <laughs> you know what? The thing? one thing I can say about Brandon, he always kicked high. Yeah. I'm going to jot that down and repeat that. Don't eulogize me. <laughs> I want people to celebrate my life with a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like he died, huh? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm not. I don't plan on dying anytime soon. <laughs> wow. But if I he does, I'll invite him. This awkward. I really don't. Really. Um, if I die, I want my ashes scattered throughout my room. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'm just kidding. No, I, I want to be baked into a cake. <laughs> Who's gonna eat you? <laughs> I'll come back from the dead. I'll Brucey it. Dude. I mean, I'll eat you that. didn't answer. Who's going to eat your cake? He's going to eat himself. <laughs> I want somebody to scatter my ashes into cake batter and give it to somebody that, like. <laughs> give it to the poor. No, give it to the poor. <laughs> be like, that just, took, that that just took a left turn. Yeah. <laughs> give it to the poor. Yeah, I don't want to give it to the poor. Give so, it, no, give it to somebody. Give it to the hungry. If Joan Rivers is still living, give it to her. <laughs> Why Joan Because she scatters ashes everywhere. Does she? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll start writing her. Oh, better yet, you know what? Bake me into a cake. Don't actually do this, but bake me into a cake. Wait, wait. This would be a great episode of Cooking with Brandon. My ashes? <laughs> <laughs> We're cooking with you. Bake me into a cake and throw me at Disney World or Disneyland because it's illegal to scatter ashes there and you and people do do it. I would get arrested for you. Don't. Just saying. Don't, I would. don't actually bake I'm gonna me do into that. a cake. I think if we um, sprinkled you uh, on It's a Small World, it would be kind of ironic. 
Why? Because I'm a big guy. <laughs> well, obviously figured it out. So you got um, you got more to say about Goldust yeah, and Cody Rhodes? I, I actually do. Um, Cody Rhodes with that smooth looking sunset flip from the corner. Yes, I thought that looked awesome. I don't know if that's actually in the WWE video games. And I don't know either. It, so many wrestlers do that, and I would Christian. like. No, not Christian. Yeah, Christian, Christian does, it. does it. Yes. Are you sure you're not mistaken? Christian slide out in the kick ring. No, Christian does that. Kofi does that Christian move. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody steals moves from Christian. Well, no, Christian. Somebody who, who, who did that before Christian. Uh, okay. Somebody yeah. else. Someone did. I forget who. Who? I just said <laughs> I forgot who. At some point. Patriot lock on Cody Rhodes. I thought that was what? gonna be the end of the match. Yeah. You? I did too. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm the only person trying to keep to the match right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but oh, we're still talking about victory. Raw? Cody Rhodes apparently was limping around with a hurt ankle after that, but hopefully he was just selling with that injury. a hurt injury. ankle or selling an injury? Yeah. yeah, hopefully he was just selling. Yeah, hopefully he was just selling that injury. Speaking of that injury. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> podcast right now. Yeah. But hey, guys, at least you get a great weekly podcast every week. Also, Oksana and Alicia Fox defeated the Bella Twins. I really enjoyed, or not enjoyed, I liked uh, Nikki's face smash into her knee that she did to Alicia Fox. You yeah, know? he did. And, no, seriously, that was a really cool move. What are you doing? Like, there's mm-hmm. three guys in a small little room. You don't have to do that. And uh, I think Alicia Fox needs to work on her landings because she looks, she was the weak link in that match. She always she, is. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. She always is. And uh, Bree missed the drop kick from the second rope, and Oksana took advantage of that. I thought it was very good, and once again, I'm happy that Exana is picking up victories. And if you notice, AJ, where's she been? I mean, I'll I will discuss her later, but she hasn't been on Raw and SmackDown. I don't maybe think. she's a little bit injured, or maybe no, she's definitely not injured. I'm gonna speak about her later, but I so think why are you asking? Well, I well, Joe, just like notice, just notice that she hasn't been on. She's the Divas champion. No, she's the Divas champion. Maybe she's with Daniel Bryan. Maybe they're punishing her for that shit she did at Tribute to the Troops. Oh, is that where you're going to with this? Yes, you're not but gonna I, try to say it? I can't say it when somebody's Why? in my face like, oh, where are you going with this? Why are you, like, you're not letting me speak. You're, well, you had your time to speak. Just say it. You're not building any more suspense. You could, t- you could spill Just the beans. Just say it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say. All right. Oh, that so was what he's talking about is that Tribute to the Troops with AJ... <laughs> And her uh, kind of uh, verbally attacking Michelle Beadle, who was the was she like backstage like one of the commentators? No, not a commentator, was, no, uh, interviewer. Yeah. What was Michelle Beadle doing then? Everyone's at tribute. Yeah, to tribute the to the troops. They bring in everyone. And Michelle Beadle's a big pro wrestling fan. She uh, is a big fan of CM Punk. Apparently, at some point Friends they dated. No, what? Yeah, apparently Michelle Beadle and CM yeah, Punk uh, dated very very briefly. Apparently, what? That, and that's so news like to me. so then I, I guess like Michelle Beadle. I guess, like, Michelle Beadle made a, a comment to CM Punk joking around being like... Hey, we'll like blow an each other later. <laughs> Something low, like, insulting him, but, like, joking around like friends would do. And then AJ took offense to that and started verbally lashing out about how she shouldn't be talking like that to him. And, yeah. Hey, if a chick I was dating stood by me with ever, like, whenever somebody yelled in my face and I didn't have to confront anyone... How many people yell in that. your face? A lot. You were just doing it. <laughs> I'm not in your face. Yeah, you are. If we, this was a video podcast, I'd be wearing a mask, you'd be in my face, and I'd be pissed. I'm pissed now. 
<laughs> All right, moving on. Brandon is pissed. I'm and... banging it, banging it, banging it, banging it. Here we go, fooling around. Because Too Cool and Rikishi teamed up for the first time, I believe, since 2000. 2000, 2001, maybe. maybe. No, 2000? I think 2000, which uh, was awesome to see. All right. I actually caught this match. Yeah, they faced off against Three Man Bam. What did you think about the fact that they showed uh, Too Cool preparing for the match? Did you like I that, marked, or did dude, it ruin that I, surprise? No way, dude. I was I was surprised, beyond surprised. Okay, it's I'm... funny because I read, I saw Scotty Too Hotty tweet something saying that he was going to be at Raw, and then I saw when after, oh we didn't even mention the fact that Jerry Lawler wasn't on commentary because apparently he he they were he was showing signs and symptoms of a heart attack even though it might have been just just been food poisoning yeah, they and said the it was only food poisoning. and i read the article and the only reason why they say that he went to the hospital that day was because Brian was backstage or Grandmaster Sexay was backstage yeah they don't have the best relationship Brian Christopher and Jerry well, Lawler i don't think i think it's a little better now i, I assume i would think so but but i think that that they say that that was the only reason why Jerry went to the hospital was because his son was there so I saw that he was going to be there, and I didn't put two and two together, and I, I saw that. Yeah, together. and I, I popped. The one thing time. that the WWE did not put together was a proper commentating team and adding Renee Young. <laughs> you know, I actually thought the commentary was great on this match, and I, I don't. I mean, I don't watch a lot, so but I thought it was great. Well, not on this match specifically, but back to Jerry Lawler not being on commentary. I it think should they have should have had Renee Young out 100% there. One hundred percent should have been her time to step up and be placed on that commentating team because she can do it. She's proven that she could do it. All you have to do, even just put her on that diva during that divas match, have her commentate that one match just to test her out, see how she does. If she does well, you bring her back maybe next month as a permanent role. That's it. Yeah, I mean it's something. I don't think I've ever seen a female commentator if like as a permanent commentator I don't think there's ever been one well not even i wasn't gonna not not specifically to wwe no, overall i don't think there's ever been one and i think renee young deserves to be that very first one i agree i think that the ever the times have changed a lot where they used to never have women in that kind of a role and i think that now is the time to do that yeah gender roles these days are reversed i mean look at stephanie mcmahon she's a, she's gonna be the next heir to the mcmahon throne yeah um going back to uh too cool versus three man band banging it banging it banging it this banging was a it. very good match they did not miss a beat too cool from the worm to the hip-hop drop the one thing that i did miss was rikishi he wasn't wearing his uh his outfit you missed that <laughs> And he didn't do the he didn't the do the stink, stink face. face. But that's because he wasn't but wearing the outfit. No, I think it's because it's PG. I think he wasn't wearing his outfit because it's PG. I don't know about that, dude. He wears his outfit on the Indies. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. I don't think so. I think he I still. Think he does. He, I think when, when was the last time we watched saw, an Indie? We, we, we were there we and saw, saw him wrestle. That's three years ago. Two no, years. No, it wasn't. It was, it was last year. year. I don't no, know. It was 2012. I think he. I think he actually. Oh no! I think it was 2012. When did Paul Bearer die? Uh, March 2013. It was like a month or two before that, I thought. It was October, I think, 2012. Oh, no, I still think it's because the PG. I think that it was may have been he a little bit long, too risky. He wears long tights on the independent scene, I think. Well, even long sure tights. Did he wear the, the, the windbreakers? Like, no, I think he wore long tights and then afterwards pulled down his pants to reveal. Yeah. Yeah, but I still think that that's the reason. Whatever. I was also upset at the end when they danced. They didn't do yeah, the they thing didn't where they put their, their hands arms up. Where they put the hands in front of them. They didn't lift yeah, their arms up and then do like it, that. but they danced, so it was cool. 
Last year, I, I believe we saw Rikishi dance with his with the Usos, which is cool. I, know, I was a big fan of the three man band promo as well that they cut uh, <laughs> for this match. Yeah. I like Drew McIntyre in this. He was just like, "Well, well we're the we're still the same three man band." Yeah, but Drew McIntyre keeping it real. D Mac and uh, that freaking nasty kick to the face. Yeah, I don't know. The, like, is that? Does he yeah, no, do he does. that? Yes. He does do it. Yes, 100%. So he does do it. Can I I can call it the gobstopper? That's or what, what it is, the gobstopper. Treparetta? Yeah. Yeah. Um, last match of the night, we also had Roman Reigns taking on CM Punk and picking up the victory. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I was going to say that I wish Too Cool would be hired by WWE to mold younger talent. Uh, Not even as trainers, just to put them over, put younger people over. I don't know if I would agree with that. I would be all right with that being. I wouldn't be all right with Brian Christopher all that much. I don't Why? think. Not, oh, maybe he can't handle think, the road or what? Yeah, I don't think he could be trusted. While Scott Taylor. Scott, Scott Sc- Taylor. Scotty Taylor. Uh, <laughs> Scotty Scotty Taylor. Too, sorry, backstage. <laughs> uh, Scotty Too Hotty. I, 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 can't I mean, think he's that, fine. I guess he's a firefighter right now. I'm, he, he was huge on the indies before WWE. I think he would be fine with uh, as a trainer, and same thing with Rikishi. But Rikishi got everything going on in California, right? Which uh, I think uh, territory, territory league. league, yeah. So go but, check that out. Territory hey, Mean Gene, Mean Gene Okerlund was out there, introduced the New Age Outlaws, who introduced CM Punk before the the Shield or before CM Punk versus Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns actually ended up defeating CM Punk. The Shield tried to get involved. New Age Outlaws got involved. Everyone was knocked this out. This match was awesome. There, there was a lot of stalling moves, though. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but I mean, it fit. But there's a lot of stalling moves, from submissions to bear hugs, uh, variations of bear hugs for Roman Rings. It was just a lot of stalling. Yeah. And the match came to an end when Dean Ambrose tried to distract CM Punk, and boom, Roman Reigns speared him for the win. Another move from Roman Reigns that I enjoyed was CM Punk was coming off the turnbuckle and he got caught with the Superman punch right in the Yeah, that was phenomenal. I thought that looked pretty sick. That was awesome. And after the match was over? Yeah, after the match was over, uh, a theme song we haven't heard in a long time at WWE or WWF. Unless you got the downloadable content the next day. (laughs) But uh, Jake the Snake Roberts theme song hit. Which I guess shocked everyone. Well, us, um, everybody watching on TV, yeah, shocked not Baltimore. B more is all yeah, like, no, nope, yeah. We're not Baltimore talk was about just anything. like, no, thank you, Jake the Snake. Who? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But his music hit, and the Shield tried to beat down CM Punk and the New Age Outlaws, but they ended up getting tossed out and knocked down. Jake Roberts put his snake, which I guess is still being referred to as Damien, the new Damien. Maybe he just names all his snakes Damien. Right? Uh, he, yeah, put, he, he put Damien on Dean Ambrose's face. Which it might have pooped on him. No, I, I think Poop I think you're him. right. It might have been his was, skin. I think it was the shedding of the skin. Because that's what snakes do. Yeah, that's what snakes do. I was really disappointed that we didn't see a DDT. Everyone was chanting for a DDT too. But well, you have to leave some for next time. Gotta wait for the Royal Rumble. Rumble. Oh, there's gotta a, leave there's some for time? next time. I'm assuming so. If I'm he's in great brother. shape. I mean, why not? He looks in great shape. But I don't want him to wear those tights that he wears on the independent scene. It's going. It's going to be that. I don't want to see that. He's not going to wear his. Skin tight, whatever they used to wear. Those are skin tight, I think. No, I don't think those are skin tight. They look like sweatpants. Little... Yeah, they're a little bit does he, baggy. Does he wear like the best thing he used to no, wear? He wears 96? a shirt. He wears no. a shirt. But who cares? It's Jake Roberts. Well, hopefully, he wears the marking out shirt that we gave. He's him still. He, he, he looks. He looks good. Yeah. yeah. Would you date him? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but Mary that was. Fuck kill. Nah. 
about that? That was Monday Night Raw for us. Yeah. Are you okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, Mike, you all right? You've been all night. Yeah. So, um, main yeah, event. Where do you want to go with this? I have to talk about main event right you now. You have to talk about main event. I'm just going to run down the card real fast, whereas the Real Americans defeated R-Truth and Xavier Woods. Uh, after that, Alberto Del Rio defeated Justin Gabriel. And Alberto Del Rio cut a promo saying that people should be cheering for him and not Batista. And I would love to see, 100% love to see Batista come back and not get the upper hand in the Royal Rumble or in his first match in general. And I'd like to see Alberto Del Rio eliminate Batista. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Because then that at least leaves room for somebody to get put over from Batista's return. Honestly, put Del Rio in that biggie... Uh spot as well against Batista or Lesnar, I would not mind seeing Del Rio get over them. Right. I mean, it's better than seeing seeing them go over everyone else. And the next match, Cody Rhodes and Goldust defeated Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. But the real reason why I was reading for main event, AJ defeated Caitlyn in Caitlyn's very last match in WWE. Yeah, there was one spot during this match that is kind of awesome. That It, it, was, was... it was completely obvious that they knew that Going into this match was her last match oh, yeah, no. in WWE. Definitely. There was a spot where AJ, where they looked at each other, and AJ just jumps right into Caitlyn's uh, arms. Why do you keep on looking at him and smiling? Are you guys, um, like, on the, you right? I'm actually kind of confused by that, too. I don't know. He keeps looking over at me and giving me weird looks. Yeah, I'm, like, confused about Because nobody's saying anything. Is any vibes going on I'm pretty here? sure Dave was talking. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but AJ jumps into Caitlyn's arms and then gives her a weird smile. And then gives her, like, this hug that looks so genuine because it probably was genuine. Yeah. And then right after, she turns around and gets nailed with a, a sidekick, sidekick from Tamina, Tamina Which I don't know if I, I don't know if I like Tamina being out there. You have to. You have to well, break no, that. I understand that, but. I, I think it was necessary because for that moment, you had that kind of breaking kayfabe time where AJ and Caitlyn, everybody knows about the, what was it, the Chick Busters? Like, yeah. Yeah. Whatever their nickname was, the Chick Busters, how everybody knows that they kind of broke into the WWE together, I think it's safe to say, and how very close they are to each other. And that moment really meant a lot. And to have it all kind of like, bam, snap out of it with that sidekick from Snooka, I think it was necessary. Yeah, so it was kind of like Stone Cold on the Rock at WrestleMania 19, except with chicks who were a lot less, or on the road a lot less. I don't know where you're going with this. No, who it was like that moment where The Rock whispered to Stone Cold or whatever, like thanking him, like, I love you, brother, whatever. I don't know. Was, I would assume that's what Caitlyn, uh, AJ said to Caitlyn. Who knows? That was main event. What do you also got outside um, of the ring news? Yeah. Uh, for the record, Caitlyn, as we just mentioned, was released by the WWE. Um, apparently on her requested own. Requested her release. Yeah, requested. And it looks like on good terms because... She was not usually if WWE is ready to release, they'll usually bury that person before, especially if they <laughs> had talent. Which Caitlyn, she had talent, but then her talent disappeared when they didn't use her all that much. She peaked. Yeah, it seemed like she hit her peak because we haven't seen really a good match out of her in a little bit of time. So they didn't bury her. I think that doors door is wide open for her to come back. Yeah. Um. I mean, she just got engaged or married. Engaged. Engaged. Or, um, Nikki Which I Bella. thought she was a shoe in for Total Divas. Yeah, I guess not anymore. Um, we actually have a few NXT wrestlers wrestling on house shows. Bo Dallas lost to R Truth in uh, Hampton, Virginia. 
kind of weird way to introduce you to the NXT champion. Have him just job out to our truth. Um, yeah, we also had Emma tag up with Natalia to really? defeat AJ and Tamina. Yeah, Natalia and Emma started tagging a little bit. That's kind of interesting. Uh, very good to see, especially considering that Paige may be injured. Really? Yeah, it's been out that she hasn't wrestled at a, in the NXT uh, show in a little bit of time, possibly, possibly because she's nursing an injury, which works out because everything is taped so much in advance to when it actually airs, so she has time to recover. I think they have. They must have everything taped up until when the network launches. They do. They actually taped. Uh, yeah. They just released five new tapings today. I think. Released or they released the results of. Oh okay. Yeah, I think they tied. Uh, they taped four to five episodes. Um, but this is going to all lead up. I guess we'll get into that. Uh, Ziggler <laughs> concussion. We we spoke about. Kind of. Ziggler got a concussion from Ryback. Which, I mean, that's very dangerous, especially for Dolph Ziggler, because this is, like, the, number what? I don't know. For concussion-wise, yeah. We may be seeing Ziggler on his way out if he gets a few more of those. Um, that's really it on Outside the Ring News. I mean, I really got nothing else to say about that one. So we're going to go oh, to... Flair. What? Good old Flair <laughs> with his warrant. Yeah. Um, apparently, he was going to be at that... Uh, Panthers versus 49ers football game uh, because he was at the 49ers game, pumped them up, and then Carolina was just like, yo, he's ours. Well, so I mean, they said the a lot of the players said that uh, Flair's always been kind of close to the team and stuff, so they were kind of upset with so it. So the Panthers. Yeah. 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 Was, the well, Panthers he's Carolina. Carolina. Right. right. He's, they they yeah. play in North Carolina. So he was going to be there for Carolina to, I guess, be with those players, but then out of – the blue, he kind of pulled out of that. Well, uh, rumor I, I is, heard, I heard that the, he was just receiving death threats from Carolina fans. That's what I heard. Yeah. No, I, the reason I heard that he pulled out of this entire football thing with Carolina showing up is because of the warranty. Because the warrant, the warrant, the warranty, the warranty. Rick Flair, your warranty expires yeah, gonna... for failure to pay post separation support and legal fees for his wife, his ex wife, up to over thirty thousand dollars. So if he steps foot in uh, the Carolinas, Vince man, Vince man, I need to do a promo about myself on Monday Night Raw. Woo! Yeah, I don't want to do it that loud because it'll peak. Yeah, just like Caitlyn's career, I guess. Yeah. All right, and that right. is all we have about uh, sports entertainment. Not really, but we'll come back. Yeah, when we come back from break, we'll be talking about WWE Network, New Japan Pro Wrestling. And more here on Marking Out. This is Jake the Steak Robertson. In case you didn't know it, you dumb shit. You listen to Marking Out. Stay here. Now, Welcome back to a brand new episode of Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I do hope you enjoyed that professional wrestling bumper by Jake the Snake Roberts, brought to you by Jake the Snake Roberts. Himself. Yes, and marking out, because we got it, but that doesn't matter. Let's now talk, talk about pro wrestling on the other side of the world. Before you move on, That's we're right. talking about the bumpers. <laughs> Props to uh, Josh at Van Dam Breaks You. For, he went to the, uh, as we will speak about, the WWE Network. He went WWE to the WWE Network, Network launch. And, and uh, announcement. Then he tried 
he tried to get bumpers from everyone. He tried to get a bumper from Big Show. Who thought he wanted cocaine? <laughs> yeah, he thought he wanted cocaine. Uh, Del Rio, the Bella Twins, John Cena, Stone Cold, uh, HBK. He tried to get a bumper from everyone. Unfortunately, he it was unsuccessful. But we appreciate and him I understand definitely why. trying. I understand why because it's a media event. You don't want you don't want to do anything yeah. like that. If any listeners go to a wrestling event and want to get a bumper for us and uh, for us to play on the podcast, we've used Kurt Angle in the past, Jeff Hardy. If you get it, we will definitely air it and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Shameless definitely thanking plug. you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so Josh uh, Van Dam must break you. Thank you very much. Yes, and I was mistaken when I said the other side of the world because Florida's not the other side of the world. Yeah, but where they are located, Dixieland it is. But... Dixieland, where can't that was the chair i swear yeah i was just gonna say real quick uh man vs improv in california is josh's yeah. uh improv group yes uh you can go see him at the i uh ios west ios west in, in, in california so go support him go check it out man vs improv and uh yeah on to tna tna a place that um, no longer has a home is that um, did we ever discuss a, that or they what? do have a home but apparently dixie carter had a little meeting and they don't have a tv contract um, from May, uh, from March going forward. Seriously, March going forward, they do not have a TV contract. So apparently, Dixie Carter is Sorry, very. Sorry, TNA guys. Dixie Carter is very scrambling. Uh, no, she's very confident. They will get this TV deal. Oh, we're she getting will, that ass she TV will, deal. She will get the soundstage at Universal Studios. I'm getting that soundstage at Universal Studios, y'all. But you know, it's booked. For other people and George of the Jungle Seven's being filmed there, but I don't care because I'm Dixie Breaking Carter. Yeah, unfortunately for this, I'll partake uh, in my own main event. Unfortunately, Dixie, uh, money can't buy you anything. Money can buy everything. Yeah, you know how many of the talent I've slept with? That's very true. That's very true. Claire um, Lynch, to name one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Impact this past week. It was a pay per view, I think. Genesis. No, not Genesis. It was the. When I I don't know whatever it was. Uh, no, I, it, it wasn't was, Genesis. It was TNA. It was TNA, yeah. yeah it was TNA. <laughs> That's what I got uh, You had Park that. and Young versus Bromance. Which uh, I don't understand. We saw did we not see Abyss or is that gonna be next week? I have no clue. I honestly this is the first time I was watching TNA in a little bit. It was god awful. I love Snow how I love how Robbie E referred to himself in a tweet as the future. You're like yeah. forty fucking years old already. Yeah, you're like you're, you're thirty. You're like still. the legit Pauly D. So come yeah, on, get rid of Except your gimmick. Except he's actually popular. People change, kind of like change him. that gimmick. You hear what I'm saying? Change that. Gimmick. Wait, what are you saying? You get it? Change that gimmick. Yes, because you're hitting your Jingling pocket. And there's change. Change it. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. get it. We get it. Yeah, you know. Don't so go into just... my pocket for a penny. My bad. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Ethan Carter the third. That was actually a good match. It was good, but then why do we have to get Rockstar Spud to get involved? Because I sent him down there, David. I, you know, you have to explain more of your uh, thought process for me for the rest of the event. I so see a Dixie... peanut on the table, I eat it. All right, well, <laughs> talking about peanuts, not really, but we also had bad, bad influence versus Kurt Angle in a cage. Speaking of bad influences, I am a bad influence on television. What about professional wrestling? Professional wrestling, I own the company, damn it. Well, one person you do not own is Kurt Angle after August. So we'll find out what happens with your contract signing at that point. But Kurt Angle did defeat Bad Influence in a match that was actually decent, was actually good. 
because nobody interfered, it was a straightforward actual match. That's because I had them ride it that way, David. All right, well, can you help me out with this one, please, Dixie? You had Sting versus uh, Robert Robert Roode, Bobby Roode, in a steel cage, and Rockstar Spud gets involved by throwing a baton to uh, Robert Roode to use in the match. First off, isn't there? Are you allowed to use weapons in a steel cage match? I don't believe so. I actually, this is Brandon speaking. I don't think you're. Yeah, that's a, no, like, normally. I, really don't, I don't think you're allowed to. I feel like I've seen. What, what do you think? Used. I think the idea is that you wouldn't have a weapon in the steel cage match, but I mean, there's no disqualification. But then there's been matches where wrestlers will bring a weapon to start off with in the ring. For yeah, steel I mean, cage. like I said, there's no disqualifications in a steel cage. That's the match. thing I didn't get. So, and then they had Ethan. I think it was Ethan Carter or the Bromance distracting the referee. It was just, which I guess was unnecessary. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So Rude got involved. Uh, Rude got the baton and won the match after using that. So what well, I'm all about getting rid of all this old talent this year, and I'm gonna hire a whole bunch of new people. Caitlin, I will call you doll. I will definitely be calling you. Okay. Enough of the bullshit. We have to talk about this main event. Please, Dixie uh, Carter, you gotta explain this one to This me. is like a WCW 2000 fucking one. Right. We had a, a unification match, you know, because WWE didn't just do this, because AJ Styles well, is I their mean, champion. I mean, they did, they had, they had the storyline. But they weren't gonna going. do anything with it. They weren't gonna do it, and they didn't do it until now. AJ Styles left as the TNA champion. And uh, uh, Magnus was declared the TNA champion, so they had a unification match. And That's really good booking, though, isn't it? You know what? <laughs> it is very good booking to have AJ Styles versus Magnus, but the way that you booked this shit was not acceptable. Go fuck yourself. This entire match, it starts off, everybody's very excited to see these two wrestlers go at it. Could you please explain what happened next? Why did you have to send the bromance down there? With uh, uh, Zimaya to attack uh, Steve. Because I needed AJ to lose that match, and it was no disqualification. AJ had to lose that And you that have to send everybody. That send, title, that belt. So you send the bromance out to help out. And then you send yes, Ethan, because Ethan I'm Carter. sleeping with both of them, y'all. And what about Rockstar Spud? Rockstar Spud. I'm sleeping with that little nugget, too. Well, you know what? Someone's that you're not sleeping with, apparently, <laughs> enough. No, I'm sleeping with my nephew, Ethan Carter III, as well. But I don't think you sleep with Earl Hebner enough, because he refused to do that count for you. Earl Hebner and I used to sleep together. That's how I signed him oh, to TNA. Oh, gotcha. But then you did... But I guess now you're sleeping with his son. I showed Brian some TNA as well. Gotcha. Because you <laughs> brought him out to help you with that to get the outcome that you wanted except brian brian didn't end up counting didn't he uh no he ended up getting i think knocked out <laughs> yeah, as well so um and then rude came out i guess because you just helped him uh, bobby rude yes absolutely let me guess you're sleeping with him too no not well, one person right, i'm not sleeping right. with robert rude but you are sleeping with that unknown referee that you did bring out correct or no correct the third referee correct, that did correct it. yes Okay. He counts me one, two, three every night. Well, he counted you that one, two, three for this main event, if you want to call it a main event. Oh, this uh, was most definitely the main event. It was? Okay. This, this could headline Madison Square Garden. Would this headline WrestleMania? Yes, this is not not even about WrestleMania. It's about Slammiversary. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, now you have Magnus as, I guess you're calling him the Undisputed. He is the Undisputed Champion, David. Look at the facts. Facts are facts. That is very, uh, you know what? Facts are facts. Who am I to tell you a fact is not a fact? Um, yeah. 
And but thank you for being on the show with us. Unfortunately, we have run out of time with talking about TNA wrestling. Dixie Carter, Dixie Carter, Dixie Carter, Howard Stern's penis. <laughs> and after that, we are going to move on to some actual professional wrestling. Yes, let's move to the other. I'm not done, y'all. Oh my Dixie, god, get, get out, out of, of here. here. We're trying to talk We're right now. We're moving to the other side of the world. Oh but why, I'm over here, y'all. Why did we have to let her into this little I'm here. Oh my god. Get used to it. <laughs> And moving on, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom 8, took place in the Tokyo Dome. In the Tokyo Dome. Dome. Tokyo Dome, which is one of the great... Uh, the grandest the, stages of the places to wrestle. Right? Or no? I, Would I'm you agree? So. It's, it's definitely To me, it's Tokyo Madison Dome. Square Garden. Well, I, I mean, at least in Tokyo. Yeah. All <laughs> over the world. I mean, everybody... No, who, I, I would say... Who like, wouldn't want to wrestle at the Tokyo Dome? I mean, it is up there. I mean, yeah, I would say the Tokyo Dome is ahead. I mean, of it's not massive. The Coliseum de Mexico or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this event started. Let me just say it's, that it started dark. It did because <laughs> the lights were completely out. No, I was going with the fact that they the aired match. the dark match. Okay, right? let's go with the dark match first. Yes, I think it's pretty cool. It's like I don't know if they've done this for other pay per views or whatever, but uh, they have. Yeah, they, they usually have a dark match. No, oh, aired fuck, it. man. <laughs> Sorry, I, aired, I know where you're going now. Where they air it on online for free. I, I, I don't know if no it's idea. something that they took from WWE that now that WWE does this, New Japan Pro Wrestling does this, but that is awesome that they allow us to see stuff like this. I'm definitely going to tune in for now on for the dark matches-wise. Yeah, because, I mean, what was the dark match? You had you had such a great match. You had Bushi and Captain New Japan and uh, Tenzan and... Uh, Oh, Hanma? Uh, Hanma defeated... You, this is why you didn't why you didn't want to say it, did, did you? <laughs> Jushin Liger, Nakashi... Na, Na, no, Naka, Nakanishi? 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 Talking about oh, that, Carter Niche. Go check them out. Carter oh. Niche, dickhead. Damn it. Niche. Niche. <laughs> you had niche. Super Strong Machine and Yohai Kamatsu. Kamatsu. Yes. Um, Kamatsu to a theater near you. <laughs> oh, clever. <laughs> Not really, but that's 2014 no, that was kind of funny, Really? Yeah, I thought that You did funny. actually laugh. No, you did look like Morning McFly. Like... Where's your puff vest? Relax. Uh, no, it's a life preserver. preserver. Yeah, okay. It's not All right. Well, well Liger, Liger's team actually lost this match. It was kind of uh, awesome for the fact that Liger, being the legend that he is, is putting over other wrestlers. Yes. I mean, you know. I thought, I thought that um, Tiger Mask was supposed to be in this match. He, I think he was originally announced to be in this match as well. I don't know what happened. I mean, I'm sure maybe, actually, I... I'm not sure of anything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's I don't going know. on. I don't know it. One thing I do know is about the opening. Well, before we got to the opening match, they actually started off with a, kind of an instrumental band to bring you into the pay-per-view, which I thought was pretty cool that they had a live band throughout the event. And then they announced all 10 cards on this show. What was kind of weird is as the, I guess the announcer announcing all the, uh, every single match, is kind of like singing their matches, like, like a Killer Elite Squad versus, like, not really like that, but, but you get my drift. Was this in Japanese? Uh, no, they actually did the introductions in English, oh, okay. which is kind of interesting. And then the commentator switched over to uh, Japanese. Yeah. Uh, but first match was for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, Tag Team Championship. Where you saw the Young Bucks, the champions. First of all, before, if people don't know what IWGP, it's what, International Wrestling Grand Prix? 
That so, is a fact. Yeah, so that I believe so. He is correct. Um, yeah, so you had the young Bucks def- uh, taking on defending their championship against the Forever, uh, Forever Hooligans, Suzuki Gun, and the Time Splitters. And talking about um, Marty what? McFly, the Time Splitters ended up coming out in a Delor- like they had a video of Back to the Future on the screen, and then they yeah, ended up really driving cheesy. out in a DeLorean. It was cheesy. It was actually pretty awesome. It was cheesy. Uh, but Kushida actually came out wearing his Marty McFly shirt. It was pretty cool. It was cool. Well, best. Yeah. Did anybody dress like Doc Brown? Doc no. Brown? No. But Iron Sheik should have been there saying, Marty! Marty! But what was also kind of cool was Kozlov came out. Well, when they all got in the ring, they were ready to start. He got on the mic. He was ready to sing the uh, Russian national anthem. And then right away, Young Bucks super kick him, of course, because Young Bucks love their super kicks. Yep. If they don't you have got... a super kick a day, I hear they stop. This was a very, very fast-paced match. Every tag team had their uh, time to shine in the match, which is perfect. They had a double suplex uh, spot where they did a double suplex to the outside into that like sea of wrestlers. It was it was a lot of fun to watch this match. You told me during this match, Taka Mikinoku was like a joke. Yeah, um, Taka Taka Michinoku. What's that? Michinoku. Taka Michinoku. Michinoku. Yeah, no, Michinoku. Taichi and Taka Michinoku were kind of like the joke tag team of it. They like kind of had their spots where they're mocking everything. Very Saki Tupac. Yeah. Maki Taki X But it was still a very good match. I mean, the Young Bucks, of course, hit the bank for your buck and won the match. So, Bullet Club bringing back some champ, some uh, gold back to that club. Talking about Bullet Club, the Bullet Club members, um, what is it, uh, Guns and Gallows ended up taking on the Killer Elite Squad, Archer and Davey Boy Smith Jr. And they won. They, yes. And they, now they have the ch- more more titles to that stable. Yeah, adding more tag team. This was actually for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Um, it's very weird how they have junior heavyweight championships and then separate it with heavyweight championships. WWE used to do that as well. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, when it's I like saw Killer Elite thing. Squad, Killer Elite Squad, when I see them in the ring, all and even with their entrance, all I see is Kurt Hawkins with them. I think that in Japan, if Hawkins was with the Killer Elite Squad, are, are you saying Kurt Hawkins would be big in Japan? I think so. I think I think that he could. That's where he could really show what he has there. Especially as I said when we were naming um, um, tag teams that we want to see together. I said Davy Boy Smith and, uh, and Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. Hawkins already tagged with Archer, and we we were big fans of them. Yeah. I think him and uh, Davy Boy Smith would be very entertaining. Put him with Killer Elite Squad. Hawkins has what it takes to go over in Japan. Do it. Although I don't he see... He loves he loves the sport. I don't really see WWE getting rid of him. I don't either, but he loves what uh, he's doing. Yeah. And I think he would be a great fit for Killer Elite Squad. Um, but Killer Elite Squad did have fight like an uphill battle because Tama Tonga, another Bullet Club member, was at ringside and he was getting involved all over the place using a chair. Everything that you could think of distracting Killer Elite Squad... Just being a real pain in the ass. Um, at one point, Archer nailed um, nailed uh, Anderson with his finisher, the like kind of a reverse. Um, I think actually one of the Mean Street Posse used to do the finisher. Actually, I, I think so too. Uh, that, like a reverse um, reverse Razor's Edge into a sit down power power bombish. I think one of the Pete Gas may have done it. But it was, but the end of the match happened when a bunch of breaking double finishers. It was just a cool, fun match. 
Guns and Gallows ended up picking up the victory. So bring back more gold to the Bullet Club. Yeah. Unstoppable. And uh, speaking of unstoppable, well, not really unstoppable, but the NWA World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Of course, Rob Conway was the champion, and he came out with uh, Bruce Tharp and Jax Dane. Bruce Tharp. Yeah, Bruce Tharp, the attorney and president of NWA. So that's pretty uh, pretty cool how the NWA is spreading to New Japan. This yeah. is not his uh, first title defense, unlike what a lot of other people and podcasts were uh, promoting to you. So this was not his first title defense, but this is his first uh, title defense loss. Yes, he lost because it. Kojima, who was there with uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, uh, picked up the victory and defeated Rob Conway. What I thought was really Con cool. Man, Rob Conway. I couldn't really get into this match too much, but the one thing I really liked was Harley Race was there. Harley Race was actually in the building. He was sitting at ringside for this match. Uh, before the match, he actually threw a punch at Tharp, knocking him out. The punch was pretty shitty, though. I mean, hey, hey, he hey. really showed his age Don't on it. Don't you talk about Harley Race But like what, what was cool is after the match... Um, after the match, uh, Kojima went over to Harley Race, shook his hand, got the championship handed to him by Harley Race, took a few pictures with him. It really, it kind of gave more to that moment, just having Harley Race present for that. Yeah. Next, we had a very, very interesting tag bout where, uh, Kazushi Sakuraba and Yuji Nagata teamed up and actually defeated the Gracie brothers. Can I just say that when uh, you first started talking about uh, New Japan, I was actually going to ask what happened to Yuji Nagata. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. There you go. That's why we have you as guest today. Yeah. Because now you're about to find out what happened. Well, I'm very excited to find out. They but, they defeated the Gracies for whatever reason they were booked. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hoist Gracie and that entire family. Uh, they were booked on the card. It was very weird. Yeah, no. It was Daniel Gracie and Rawls Gracie, the family of Hoist Gracie and everybody. You, uh, all you other, every other, right? yeah, every other Gracie uh, right, uh, Just rapper. Just yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah. They won by disqualification. It was actually such a shitty match. The match went on for way too long. Yeah, it went on way too long. It was really crappy, but I could understand where it's crappy because you have people that aren't pro wrestlers coming in. But how could they do that? Like, It was kind of like when Ken Shamrock came into the WWE. Don't say Ken Shamrock no, was a when he first wrestler. when he first came in, or Dan Severn, when he first came in, it was very difficult to hide your ability because these grapplers... Okay. These grapplers are legit, really good at, and will kick the shit out of pretty much anybody. So it's very hard to hide, to mask that yeah. while putting over a uh, pro wrestler, while making that look good and selling whatever punches this guy is throwing at you. So I could see this being very, very difficult. It was weird at times where there would be like they would be mounting each other, uh, and there would be no pinfall called. It was just very, very awkward. Nagata did do a very sick uh, back suplex, though. Kind of brought the pro wrestling back into it. He's got to be up there in age now, right? Yeah, he's getting up there. But then Gracie, one of the Gracie brothers used the gi to choke choke, uh, Nagata out. Very weird ending. They started celebrating as if they won. It was just awkward. Yeah, fun fact, uh, Nagata's actually 45 years young. That's it? Wow. I really, I thought he would have been older. He does look kind of old, though. You know, on on a similar note, whatever happened to uh, Sonny uh, Ono? Who knows? Sonny Ono, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Didn't he crash into a tree? Just oh, that was messed up. <laughs> uh, we also had uh, one of Brandon's markout moments from last year. 
Uh, Great Muda teaming up no, with Giannis. No, not Gian- last year. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Great, well, Great Muda teaming up with Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Great Muda having a match, taking on uh, Suzuki and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton X Benjamin with uh, Suzuki team, uh, Suzuki gun teammates on the side. Um, this match was pretty awesome, but the thing, just to see Great Muda, he came out with all these uh, dragons. I like thought, the Chinese, dude, that was is it Chinese dragons first or Japanese? Of all, I would dragons? assume it'd be Japanese. Yeah. No, but dragons. that's the thing. I don't yeah. know if <laughs> Great Muda's from Japan. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I don't, but dragons is like a Chinese thing. But like you know, in a parade, Maybe a Japanese they, thing. In a parade where they go well, around with the dragons. He's talking about the Chinese. Yeah, New that's Year. the Chinese New Year. But I'm assuming there's also the there's also the year the of the I don't know if those weren't like, those weren't Chinese dragons. I don't know if there's a difference between Japanese dragons and Chinese dragons. Are we just being really like naive right now? No, no, Chinese dragons have like those goatees and stuff this was just like a dragon out of the like godzilla Mushu? movie no yeah, it was exactly. not what are you talking about these it's were like, actually like no these look like the the uh, dragons that you bring around in a parade no it did not i just don't know if there's no, a difference didn't. between it the did japanese not look like that if you go back you know what they were they were korean from japan no dude that's because i don't know if you saw but they had like four or five yeah, of them. i saw four or five of them i don't know dude i don't know i saw the full entrance all right talking about entrance though how sick was buddha's attire coming out I didn't, that, I didn't understand. With the mask and shoulder really pads. Didn't. Really? Yeah, I don't... It's just his like, over-the-top attire. He no, always does over-the-top stuff. I mean, right. come on. And then that mask was just sick. But it was kind of weird because he came out with a limp a little bit because I he think, has well, bad knees. Yeah, and, why, what the fuck are they got a giant ramp for? Well, I mean, come on now. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. It's a Tokyo Dome. Anything, everything happens in the Tokyo Dome. But no, it, it was weird. Like at first, he, he was very quick in the match, which was very surprising. He was very quick. He nailed a few shining wizards. But the thing is, he really slowed down during the match. Like there was a few parts where I expected a lot more from him versus Shelton Benjamin, and it just I think you were expecting more from Shelton Benjamin. I was no, I was expecting a lot more from Benjamin and Muda. But no, I no, but understand. I'm saying like more because it's Shelton Benjamin. No, because it's Muda and Shelton Benjamin. I'm not going to separate one from the other. But I can understand where it would be difficult to live up to whatever my expectation was with it. Um, the end of the match was kind of odd. There was a uh, the green mist that mi- that mist. It was just weird. The mist mist. Yeah, yeah, it was just weird. Like there was a sleeper and then a DQ and then a pin after. It was just very odd. What odd is finish. what is a king of destroyer who, match? Who even won that match? All right, Nagata. Oh, great and, Muda. All right, wait, no. No, great Muda, Muda. And, and Yano defeated. Suzuki okay, because gone. it was just confusing. Um, all right, the King of the Destroyer match was kind of like a last man standing match. I think it was either a KO or you cannot answer the count of ten, which is pretty much the same thing, I think. And and uh, hardcore. Uh, yeah, bad luck, Fala. Uh, uh, ended up pick. Uh, ended up losing to uh, Togi Maccabee. Fala is one of the. Uh, we know the Maccabees, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jewish people would get yeah. that, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's one another Bullet Club member. It was kind of a cool match, but it was very, it was very slow. It was, yeah, yeah. It was what it was. And uh, next match, we had a singles match where, yeah, this match. Hiroki Kodo defeated Katsuyori Shibata. One more time, <laughs> I spoke you. over. Seriously? Yeah, what's this match? Well, Apple, Apple heard us. Hiroki Goldo defeated Katsuyori Shibata. Why, why didn't you it, use that was, whole time for the name? I should have, right? Yeah, we'll do that for the next few months. <laughs> it what was like... We don't even best, have to. Well, this match was actually my pick. Last year, they wrestled at Dominion. And I chose this match as the match of the year. This was their rematch. 
Uh, Goto was actually suffered a broken jaw. This was his uh, return match. The entrance for Goto was amazing. It was very... There was Pyro, his entrance. There was a few dancers. I just thought it was cool. Dancers? He, Come on. Give him a little bit lower of a title. No, I mean, there, there were female dancers. <laughs> no, they weren't the strippers. Oh, uh, they weren't? No, no this okay. is a different match. Uh, but it was very... Um, it was such a... He got such a huge pop for when he first came out, considering this is his return. And this match lived up to my expectations. I know a few people weren't too happy with the match. I loved it. I'm a big fan of the strong style, very um, stiff workers. I'm a big fan of this match. There was so the many ultimate tough. Warrior. What's that? <laughs> you must love the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, right. I love an Ultimate. There was so warrior. many like moments where I, uh, where um, Shibata. yeah, Shibata, where Shibata was going after his jaw, just tough elbow shots. And honestly, either these guys are the best pro wrestlers at throwing kicks and punches and elbows, or they're 100% legit kicking the crap out of each other. Because this match was intense. Um, there was a, they had another spot where they hit the leg, where they uh, get in the leg lock position and they start slap battling each other and slap boxing. Just like one of their past matches, we saw Dominators into face breakers, two Dominators into neck breakers across the knee, and we almost saw a go to sleep, but then we ended up seeing the finish where Goto ended up hitting, I don't know what his finish was called, but he hit a suplex into a rock bottom, very similar to what Matt Morgan hit in WWF, WWE, um, like a Elevator or something like that. But suplex into a rock bottom. Yeah, end of the match. Is it the shoot 10? Excuse me? The shoot 10? The shout no, 10? into the side. Well, that would be the Japanese slam. name of it. That's into a side slam, though. No, um, right here. This where? one. A suplex side slam. That's what it was, wasn't it? Possibly. Yeah. I believe so, at least. But it was a sick match. Go-to picking up a victory on his return. This is already my hands down. This is already one in my picks for match of the year. I'm going to write this down and try to remember this match. I was a big fan of it. Both wrestlers helped each other outside. Yeah, next match uh, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Prince Devitt defended his championship. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately? I guess fortunately. Fortunately, Ibushi picked up that victory. Yeah, and Prince Devitt with, another, with a sick entrance. Well, he had Devitt. a body... For those that don't know, he came out in body paint, dressed at, with body paint of Carnage from uh From the, the Marvel comics. comic yeah. book. So it was very cool. He came out in a casket with his Bullet Club members. And for those that don't know, Prince Devitt is the leader of Bullet Club. So he might was, be coming to WWE. Yeah, that may actually be why he lost the championship. Excuse me. Uh, this is actually... <laughs> This actually may be why he lost the championship, because he may be on his way to the WWE. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, so he may be on the way to the WWE. <laughs> yeah. But this match was very cool. We ended up seeing the bloody... Uh, Devitt hit the bloody Sunday. We saw a lot of false finishes. It was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to watch. Um, this was, You said what this match was for, right? Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't... Okay. Uh, this was a really cool match. We also had, surprisingly, the next match was not, well, it was a double main event, but it was the, wasn't the closing match. It was Okada defending his championship, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, against uh, uh, Naito. Naito? Naito? Yeah. I'm sorry, some of these names are tough to... Naito? Naito. 
Naito? Naito? Oh, that's a good one. That's probably how it is. Okay. Naito! Relax, don't have to there you go. Out, that, it, that's what it is. Naito! But once again, a lot of false finishers. Uh, Okada picking up the uh, victory after hitting two two tombstones and a rainmaker, which is a very stiff clothesline. It's not a clothesline. It's a Lariat? elbow. It's a, an elbow, isn't Wait. it? No, no, clothesline. Really? Yeah, clothesline. Is there even a difference between a clothesline and a lariat? And a guillotine? That's what I'm, I'm trying kidding. to figure out. Okay, we're not about to have that discussion. A lariat is another name for a clothesline. Oh, right? right? That's as far as I've ever Clothesline from hell. Isn't that the same Isn't thing as a lariat? lariat? Yeah. We're not wrestlers. Like, we don't know. We're not. We're just. It is. Do wrestlers know. even know what the difference between a clothesline and a lariat is? There is like, no very, Are there any more clothesline? Is anybody even listening? All right, so. the Yes, go no, on. I was going to say the main event was... Or do you want to continue to talk about that other match? No, good. The IWGP Intercontinental Championship was on the line. Uh, of course... Well, not of course, whatever. Tanahashi ended up defeating uh, Nakamura for the championship. So there's a new Intercontinental IWGP champion. I thought this match was very cool. Uh, Tanahashi actually ended up coming out... Um, uh, Marty Friedman of Megateth ended up playing his theme song uh, upon the for the entire entrance. That was pretty cool. If you like Japanese rock band or well, Megadeth people, really people, people, people who move to Japan and get forgotten about. Well, actually, he's actually pretty. He's huge. big in Japan. Yeah, he's. I feel like that's how it is. You go to Japan, you become huge. I'm gonna go to Japan one day. I am oh, going man. to go to Japan one Americans day. Americans in bigger, general are just huge compared to. I'm gonna be bigger in Japan than I ever was I, here. I, I thought this match was actually very good. Stan Hansen, Stan the Lariat Hansen. There you go. Lariat. Full circle. Stan, yeah, right. Stan Hansen was actually at ringside for this match. Um, it was very good. Him. What's that? We should ask him what he thinks about the Larry. We could ask there, JBL. Right? We could ask anybody. No, Mean Gene, JBL Mean Gene Oakland will know it. JBL I mean, Nakamura is one of my favorite current wrestlers. Uh, Tanahashi's up there as well. But this was a very good match. It was very cool to see this match as the uh, final match on the card. Yeah, because typically the Intercontinental Championship, as we see in WWE, doesn't mean as much. But Yeah, yeah. but it's but, good to see that the, every single championship that they have in uh, New Japan means something. Do they have to use Intercontinental? I mean, isn't that... A little unoriginal? You know what? In in this company, I would believe it more than in WWE That's for it true. to be intercontinental. Well, because I mean, yeah, the, the literal I, term. I like the fact that they're bringing in, the, they brought in Harley Race. They brought in uh, Stan Hansen. Like, they actually give me, they have Muda. They, they brought have, in the DeLorean. Well, apparently they have some kind of connection with NWA now. I mean. Yeah, they have the uh, NWA connection. So but they, but they have Liger. They have Tiger, uh, Tiger Mask. They have all. They have Muda. They have all these old, older wrestlers coming back, and there's so much respect in this company. And I feel like in other promotions, even WWE, I feel like there's a lack of respect when it comes to wrestlers. While in this company, like you bow, like everyone's bow to. I, yeah, I, I have a big like respect Jap for this. Well, the Japanese customs is more respectful in general. <laughs> I thought you were just like bowing in the Japanese. <laughs> no, customs. I'm saying Japanese people. Yeah, yeah. Well, Japanese people are awesome, by the way. I got. Uh, I've I got met a lot of Japanese people from wrestling. It was pretty cool. Yeah, they're they're um, not as egotistical, you know. No, I'm just talking about one person that we actually met was Jushin Liger. We met him. We had the privilege of meeting him, and it was just such an honor. And he thanked us, and it was just like weird. He bowed to us, and it was just very. 
It was different having a wrestler bow to you. As I never, a fan. I never know. Like I, I don't know what the the custom is and everything. I don't know how the, all that stuff works. But are you but supposed to was, bow back? Yeah, no, you. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, we did. I bowed we bowed to a yeah, bunch we of bowed, Japanese we bowed wrestlers. Back. Yeah. Would, was, would you get mad if you didn't? I don't know. But it, it, it was it just be like disrespectful. I'm not gonna. I, we assume. Yeah, I'm saying like you don't know the costume. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be like everybody in Japan. Just if if you're meeting I mean, American, even Watabi. if you meet an American, just bow to them and see what they do. <laughs> even Watabi, when we meet him, in right? Yeah. Bow. Yeah. Um. But yeah. yeah, then upcoming events: February 9th, uh, the new beginning in Hiroshima. You're gonna see Guns and Gallows defend their tag team championship against the Killer Elite Squad in a rematch. You're also gonna see Tanahashi defend his championship against Nakamura. So you don't want to miss that. The new beginning in Hiroshima. And then February 11th, it, uh, you're going to have the new beginning in uh, Osaka. You're going to have Young Bucks defending their championship against the Time Splitters. Ibushi defending his championship against uh, El Desperado, who came out mass. It was his, his, this is going to be, I think, his second match. He just debuted. He actually came out with a guitar following uh, Ibushi's championship victory. Came out with a guitar and gave him like black uh, black roses, so it was kind of cool. It was different. Um, you're also going to see Okada defend his championship against Goto, which I think is going to be sick. And uh, Naito defend his <laughs> champ <laughs> defend his uh, championship against Ishii. Uh, Naito is the never open weight title champion. Uh, never he's the never open weight. Title champion, what the yeah. Fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's. I was reading up about the never open weight title championship. It's it the, the, never the, the title championship is what's throwing me off here. Yeah, no, <laughs> never open weight championship. We'll go with that. Okay. It was throwing me off too. The obviously. never open weight. Yeah, never actually stands for new blood, oh. evolution, uh, valiantly eternal, radical. So there is meaning behind these championships. It's kind of cool. The reason this championship, the Never Open Weight, was created was to give, uh, I guess, um, the newbies kind of a spot, a championship to go after. But so it was kind of cool. Um, now we're gonna get into some. You want to talk about some WWE Network yeah. news? Did you really white out your notes? Yeah. <laughs> um, if I, I got if I don't white out, if I have a mistake and I don't white out in certain areas, is annoying. Well, you wrote Wade Barron in, in the goods. That should be. Whatever, I'm what joking. The uh, WWE Network, of course, was announced on Wednesday night by a group of people in Las Vegas. Vince McMahon, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, they were all on hand. I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah, I this, thought, is, this did, is big news. Did you end up watching it or no? No. Okay. I, I, saw, I saw the thing that they did with... Uh, the Michael Bay thing. Did you see the stuff before that? The interaction between uh, DX and Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. All right. That react. That interaction was just so hilarious, and the chemistry that they had was just very funny to watch. From uh, they better have chemistry. They're fucking yeah. married. No, but they like the jokes that they were going back and forth with each other. It was funny. Um, thank you, whoever decided to dress Stephanie McMahon in a see-through shirt. That was pretty awesome. Props to you. Um, I'm sure she decided to wear that. Yeah, right. She was just like, Let let's me show get off people by the. You didn't um, see anything. All right. So what do you, what do you want to start off talking about this? The network. Where do you want to, Yeah. Where do you want to start with? <laughs> well, first, there's a lot to talk about it. Apparently, they're going to be airing on the WWE Network twelve live pay per views, including WrestleMania in the debut year. Yeah, debut year. Keyword, debut two words. Debut year. Um, you're going to have past ECW, WCW, WWE events. Pay-per-views. 
pay-per-views. Sorry, pay-per-views. You're also going to have a few original shows like Legends House, which is pretty much the real world. Which filmed two years ago. I would say more of the surreal life. That's the the one I was thinking of, surreal life. Which Maven was on. Yeah, that was actually, was on. I was actually a fan of that show. Yeah, I would watch that show again. Yeah, it's real life. Um, but Piper, Tony Atlas, Hacksaw, Pat Patterson, Mean Gene Finkel, Hart, and Hillbilly Jim. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see that. You'll also have a WWE versus WCW uh, television show where I guess they break down it's pretty much. Monday, Monday Night Wars. Isn't it just like really the documentary? It better not be. Like, is it just like <laughs> elaborating on the documentary? Like, I think it's gonna take specific moments and like, uh, what I would like to see kind of is take what's happening on Nitro that night mm-hmm. and what's happening on Raw that night, that would and be then kind comparing of, the two. That'd be I, kind of interesting. I don't know if that'd be like ratings or anything. That'd be kind of interesting. Put them side by side for moments. For yes, a few moments. yes. Take them. Here's nine o'clock. Nine o'clock is happening. Yeah. That would no. Make, or what, do you want not, that? No, no, no. Just for a few examples of clips of, so you can see what was going on at WCW. Like especially like what like, was at WWE. Especially at that like moment. in the main events, like towards the end of the show, what WCW was doing, what WWE exactly. Was doing. So this but would that would that be like would that be breaking kayfabe what? even more Why? so to show like the ordering of the matches and everything like because it'll show like oh this is what's going on in WWE at that specific time and like to compare it like if you watch the news. If you flip on the news right now, this channel's doing oh, the breaking? weather. You flip it onto the next channel, weather, 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 weather. Was that even? And happening? it goes yeah. the next, yeah, the I'm next thing. They go, How is that breaking? I'm missing your point because yeah. it's like, like I mean, at nine thirty, you not have nitro. breaking, not breaking kayfabe, but like showing they're they're showing a deeper look inside by showing oh. They I have think, a. They I, have a. Uh, dude, they were. I think documentary. I think you're I looking too much. I think you're looking too much into it. I probably. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I'm just talking like the main yeah. event. Like put the main event up there. Not not that like, the two are connected. The two. Not that the two are connected in some way. Just to show what was going on in WW at the time compared right. to what was going okay. on. No, I'm in talking WF like specific time. like moments, like on a specific Nitro versus a specific Raw, so you can see where Nitro was defeating Raw. What the comp- what uh, each main event was, right. and then prog- how what happened as a progression, the changeover from that Stone Cold Vince McMahon era to compare it to that NWO era, what was going on? I think that would be interesting. We also have WrestleMania Rewind, which is another documentary. We're gonna get a lot of documentaries. Yeah. Um, I hope you like documentaries. I hope they I don't love... stop releasing DVDs though. Yeah, I don't. I don't want them to. I would buy yeah. a William Regal DVD. We'll also have Countdown, where they're gonna do pretty much what they could do on online. But, oh, well, I thought you were going to say on the demand, but that's getting, ending, that's ending. Which people should have realized that they were ending that in the, around yeah. the same time as the network launch. But the first pay-per-view that's going to be live is WrestleMania 30. So before that, you will not get it. Um, oh, excuse me. You're not going to get that before. Um, it's going to be going live on February 24th at 11.05 p.m. The day TNA dies, or starts yes. to die. There is a, a few catches. It's nine ninety nine ninety nine per month, so that would be for the debut year. Yes, but for they the want, debut year. But they want the six month guarantee from you, so it'll be it'll be fifty nine, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have the mathematician here. Uh, fifty nine ninety four. You have to commit. 
Um, Which that's kind of, perfectly fine. And then you have the NXT uh, that they're going to be doing. Which is the they're airing that live very first time. Now, live they now you do. said that they're yes. going to be doing old pay-per-views. Aren't they also doing old Raws and SmackDown? Yes, yeah. Raws, SmackDown, whatever you can think of. I would assume, I'm, I'm hoping Nitro. I would have assumed Nitro on Thunder, but the, by the I sounds would, of that, I don't think it is. I think it's just going to be pay But why show WCW pay-per-views and not show Nitro? But just know. like a little heads up, the uh, NXT live Nitros event. weren't always that great. Uh, Nitro's yeah, up until know, like yeah, 99. Yeah. You know, All right, but the, but the NXT live event is actually going to be taking place on February 27th. And if and their WWE Network, they are offering you a one week for free, a free trial. And that NXT... Ooh, that yeah. the, that I'm not going to need the free week trial. I'm just going to buy it. Like, I'm not but, just... this, but the NXT, um, if you want to try it, that live event will be included in this trial. Yes, yeah, so they, they, they already announced two matches for it. It's, um, uh, both... Without spoiling. What do you mean spoiling? Bo Dallas is facing Adrian Neville. In a ladder match, but then spoiler. Uh, Antonio Cesaro will be taking on Sami Zayn. Why is that a spoiler? Because that was taped for uh, a February, like the NXT oh. release like well, right before. Yeah, spoiler alert. They're facing each other in another two out of three falls match. Yeah, and this, I don't, is it two out of three falls? I believe it's a rematch, exactly. But it's all live, so who knows what to expect, um... Apparently, Vince McMahon, since this uh, announcement, Vince McMahon has been going back and forth with DirecTV. Um, he went on to say how they're not not carrying a pay-per-view would be foolish. And then DirecTV responded saying how they have to quick, uh, quickly reevaluate their business with them. How the steady they're having a steady decrease in pay-per-views and the network is going to influence that decrease. It 100% will, but I still think WWE should... Be offering the pay-per-view option to people. Jared says no. Jared, my older brother, said that they shouldn't. I it's, because it'll still kill gonna, because people because it'd be stupid for you not to pay the nine ninety nine and get all pay-per-views. Yeah, but people are not going to do that, and you're still going to make money on stupid people. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, there's people that wouldn't even know not how to begin to try to work WWE. Right. Yeah, work. not I mean, not to say not stupid people. I don't mean that, David. But people. <laughs> People who don't own PlayStation. I mean, yeah, even older people well, that aren't do it on technology. Yeah, but yeah, but not everybody owns a laptop. I mean, older people who aren't yeah. technology friendly. I mean, they're not going to know what to do. From that, and also some people just don't want to commit that long to a WWE right. network. Six months is a some lot to commit. Right six months is the price don't... of one pay per view. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but you get some people don't want to put their credit card on file for WWE. Some people don't like. They using... have my credit card on file already. Listen, if you yeah. don't want to have your credit card on file somewhere, then you shouldn't have a credit card. But some people don't want to put the put uh, that over the internet or anything, and that's why they'll stick with the WWE really pay per view the... on. I mean, I mean, well, when you're buying it through the you, internet, you could call up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it'll be the same thing. Rumor but... was going around that Hulk Hogan was backstage. Uh, I don't. But nobody saw him. Yeah, apparently. Well, he was. He was turning well, down pictures. Somebody with started a rumor. Yeah, and then apparently people said that it wait, wasn't him. It apparently was a he was. Weight, apparently he was backstage at SmackDown too, though. No. Yeah, there, he so was SmackDown. Smack the network is obviously gonna. I'm assuming that but, he is backstage to try and work out okay, details for WrestleMania 30 with one? Triple H and Vince McMahon. But I don't even know if, if I believe that he was backstage at this Vegas thing. Because, because at the same time, in, he was at Hogan's Beach. I was beach. at Hogan's Beach shop, brother. Yeah, but there Is was there actually... There's, they Is tossed there? out a few pictures of it. And he was Give doing... yesterday. Yeah, but he was also doing some sort of... Uh, uh, he was doing an appearance there at the same time. So Not I, according to that one kid I saw on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one kid. Yeah. Big whoop. But, yeah, I don't know where else you want to go with this, except maybe it's time for some shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. 
<laughs> really? All right. Well, just to start, just to even though we were talking about the WWE Network, I'm gonna be the probably the first person to go on record and say I'm not gonna be subscribing to this. I have no interest to. I am the worst fan ever. I know. All right. First shameless plug. Go check out AC Gamble. I thought that was gonna be a shameless plug of yours. Yeah. Right. AC Gamble, PWS superstar, uh, one member of the Untouchables. Go like him on Facebook. He got a Facebook group going. Just search AC Gamble. You can book him for your promotion or whatever you want, magic shows, whatever you want to book him for. <laughs> Hit him up on Gmail. Uh, you can email a Fabri, a, um, A-F-A-B-B-R-I-89 at gmail.com. And go check him out on Twitter at AC underscore Gamble. Were you joking about magic shows? No, he does magic shows, dude. Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> Next shameless plug goes to this article that I read to help me out with this New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 8 coverage. It's very difficult at times to uh, stay on top of the pay-per-views, especially ones that go from four to five hours long. So this article really helped me out. So go check it out. Uh, it's written by uh, the Voices uh, Voices of Wrestling, voicesofwrestling.com. Go check them out on Twitter, Voices Wrestling. And also, there's a lot of... Okay, this is going to... Is it GIFs or GIFs? GIFs. I always say GIFs. I think it's GIFs. I always say GIFs. I don't know. I think it's GIFs. I, I, there was Folks, a, please let us know no. if it's GIFs or GIFs. There, there was How actually a thing. It's pronounced GIFs. <laughs> like, no, there was like, an actual thing. Word phonetically. No, there was an actual <laughs> thing where uh, they asked the creator of that what it was, and he's, I think he said it's, it was I GIFs. I think it's the creator of the GIF. Yeah, I think it's GIFs. But they had a lot of GIFs on this, and all the GIFs were provided by um, at Senor Lurito. Uh, and they were just awesome clips to check out. Awesome article. Go check it out. Voicesofwrestling.com. They have a podcast, a ton of columns, awesome, awesome coverage. Also, as we always say about Monday Night Raw, you promote us, we'll promote you. So go check out Aaron at E-R-O-N-U-S-T. Because you did not promote that earlier on the comments. Yeah, but let, I know, I'm being sarcastic. Oh, you were being sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not being sarcasm. I'm being No, sarcastic. you're pretty much the definition he's, of sarcasm. He's being one with the sarcasm. Okay, but go okay. go follow Aaron. He's an awesome listener, awesome follower, and we couldn't appreciate it anymore, the support that you've given yeah, us. Hashtag Thank you. Dave still sucks. Found it. Yeah, no. <laughs> we, we're, me, me and Aaron, uh, we covered all that. We're good now. But he, we much appreciate it. Thank you. Also, another person that we thank a lot, Justin. Go follow him at Awesome256. Where was your comment this week, bro? What's going on? Slacking. Slacking. Also, go follow Joe. Joe on Twitter, at JoeGCool. Thank you very much for everyone that promoted us. Keep on putting us over to your followers and friends and family and exes and girlfriends and all that fun bullshit. Yeah, tell them. Tell them that we're here. Know where you should go with this one. Shout outs. This is Marking Out Smooth Jazz. Brandon Shout Outs gonna make you come. Back to back weeks. Bruno San Martino gets a shout out. This week it's for the WW2K14 DLC. I honestly, I love playing as him in the old arenas against guys like Billy Graham and Bob Backlund. Definitely, uh, I didn't expect to... Yeah, I was actually surprised at that. Um, what do you think about the other DLC content? Like, how do you like Virgil? I know that we're, like... But how do you like Virgil? I, don't, I didn't use him enough. I only used him once. Okay. 
but I definitely use Bruno San Martino. I created an old arena. All right, even. cool. Yeah. Uh, next shout out goes to the documentary Lipstick and Dynamite. It's a great look into the 40s, 50s, and 60s of women's wrestling. And uh, uh, this week. Yeah, talking about uh, women wrestling, uh, unfortunately. Uh, we heard the news, we read the news, and um, the you, decline, you probably should have too. The yeah. decline of Mae Young's health. Yeah, she was taken off life support very but recently. But she's, she's still hanging in. She's really, yeah, she's she tough. Is, she's fighting very, very strong. She was one of those women that really wrestled men, and she she didn't give a shit if you know, she was a woman. I, a heard, woman. I heard an interesting stat. She's the only person to ever have a match in eight straight decades. Yeah, well. Uh, was that it, eight straight I think so. I think she's was, the oldest. We said this, I think the 30s we said to this the last 2010s. Week. Yeah. At, the, yeah. at the current moment, I think she's the oldest yeah, she's, uh, female wrestler. She's the oldest professional wrestler. Oldest I think, professional in wrestler. In general? Yeah. I wow. think so. She's the yeah. oldest Hall of Famer. Oldest Hall of Famer. Living, of course. I don't know because, about if there's know. overall. I got to look that up. Well, I'm sure there's Yeah, I think there's one that's The oldest older. living. But I definitely had a female. Uh, what's your favorite Mae Young? I know I'm... Ruining your shout out. No, it's what's, fine. Your, what's your favorite Mae Young moments? You join us as well because you watch the attitude. Well, the one that, that sticks out is always the hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, sticks I wouldn't out exactly. Literally. Yeah, it sticks out literally. I wouldn't exactly. I always laugh at that, that moment, like the bikini contest and yeah. everything. Like I was thinking when she takes the, the top off. Here's a, yeah, here's a funny yeah. story about that one. When, when the Chevy Venture first came out, they had a Warner Brothers edition. And it came with a uh, the van. You had that, right? Yeah, and it came with a, a, a VCR in it. And it was like the hottest technology. There's a van with a VCR. Was that the Astro van that did that? No, well, ours was like, it was the Chevy Venture or whatever. But we needed to, I was at the dealership to make sure, or not even to make sure, I was there to pick it up with my mom. And we needed to make sure that the VCR worked first. And I just happened to have a... D, uh, not a DVD, a, VA, a VHS in Dating my yourself. in the car, which was the Royal Rumble 2000, 2000, and I put it in, and it was on that moment. Brandon <laughs> always had the tape rewound right, right to that moment. And to this day, it still is on that moment. Yeah. It's still in the VCR today. <laughs> yeah, where's that van? I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah, but she has so many funny, I mean, she memorable was, she was moments. She was 80 years old, in her 80s, getting powerbombed off the stage by Bob yes, Ray yes, Dudley. Yes, that was a good one, Seriously, too, yeah. God bless her. We are all pulling for her. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and then it's unfortunate to see on Twitter, a lot of people are getting mistakes. Um or being mistake, yeah. mistaken, or mistaken, or yeah. mistaken, mistaken, yeah. mistaken, and hearing uh, the wrong information, posting rest in peace that was, that and was everything. Clay's brother, right? Excuse me. <laughs> that was Clay's brother. You're making a joke at this moment. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, May Young, uh, just keep her in your thoughts and prayers. Yeah, and hope keep she on pulls fighting. Through. Yeah, yeah, keep on fighting. Yeah, and uh, the last shout out goes to Shameless. It's a television show on Showtime, and the fourth season starts this Sunday. What? I thought you were going to give me a shameless uh, shout-out. Yeah. Uh, I caught the third <laughs> season last year, but I never saw the first or second, so I'm watching that on demand. It's a great show. Definitely check it out. Emmy Rossum is hot. Very cool. And I guess now it is time for, for our... Mark out moment of the week. All right, we all have our individual. 
Yeah, right. We, have, we all kind of have our individual markout moments of the week. Um, my markout moment of the week goes to Goto vs. Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom 8. It's tough for me not to choose this. Watching this, I was marking the F out for this. Uh, Brandon, what about you? Mike, how about yourself? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, to keep it wrestling related, I guess I'm going to go with the uh, the announcement of the WWE Network because, uh, honestly, as a person that watches a lot of classic wrestling, I'm excited to have this all at my disposal now. So uh, I'm kind of really looking forward to that. Are you going to actually order it? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to order it. Okay. I, it's like Netflix to me. I mean, it's worth the money. $10 it, it, a no, month. No, it, it definitely is worth the money. My whole thing is I can't sit down and watch it. You don't have to watch it. If you, you just wa- buy if, it. if you watch the pay per view and then maybe one event a month, I mean, you're 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 getting your money's worth. Not yeah. when you could. Uh, I mean, I'm I, still really hoping for Nitro, though. I wanna I wanna see that. I can't. You can't. You won't hear an argument out of me for that one. But my personal markout moment of the week this week, other than the fact that this chick next to me spoke to me today, David. No, not, <laughs> not literally in this room. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, seeing Too Cool and Rikishi team up and wrestle on Monday Night Raw. Uh, can I just chime in? I thought it was really cool that the audience knew to spell out Worm. I don't know why I was so surprised. Yeah, I think I think that was pretty awesome because I feel like there's a lot of kids in, in the audience, that. people that didn't really watch a lot when they. I mean, they haven't wrestled. Scott Tahati hasn't wrestled in what like a year. S- Oh, really? Yeah, he wrestled Heath later at NXT. Yeah, well, but it, it went over. On I mean, that's television. NXT. It might have been 2012. But I'm just saying, he, he hasn't been a regular competitor no, since, right. what, like 2007 or... 2006, probably no, it 2004. Was, so I thought it was cool they all knew to do the WORM. Yeah. I gotta agree with you. I was very happy to see that they actually used... Uh, um, old school wrestlers in a match, which I was very, I was really hoping they would do, and I'm very happy to see that happen. Yeah. Um, but that's our show this week. You could follow us on Twitter at Mark and Out. You could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mark and Out. You can YouTube, uh, YouTube, YouTube us. us. You could, that's not how I pronounce it. But you can go onto YouTube, just type in Mark and Out. Watch Kicking with Brandon, too. I pronounced cooking wrong, but watch that. It was a fun video for me to make. Watch Where's Dave. Slow down, you're talking. <laughs> no, people are understanding me. You've got to take a 10, 20, 20, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, and you could follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. You can follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Mike, thank you so much for joining us yes, this week. No problem. Thank you. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. And you could just listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. And check out my Marktical. Yes. yes. See, Bam Rose, he used it. Yes, talking about Marktical. His team awesome has a Marktical out there. Go check that out as well. Uh, Mark Nicole, they have the top 10 Royal Rumble winners in WWE history of the 30-man Royal Rumble winners. Well, Team not, awesome. not, not really 30, though. Just that one. Yeah, that one. besides that one. Yeah. But go check it out. Team Boom. Awesome. Add Team Awesome 418. Uh, check them out on Twitter. Go follow them. They got to get those followers up. Team Awesome 418. Go check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash teamawesome418. Go read the article, and we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Endeavors. Have a great week. Team Awesome 418.